too early to tell the radio everything we know. I don't even know what episode this is. What is it, 115? 115! Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 115! We've got uh, the legendary Black Bart joining us later on today. Uh, G is apparently going to be here at some point, as uh, supposedly is George. <laughs> Why are those fart rockers not here yet? <laughs> I was out with George last night, and every uh, he, he did indicate that he would be here. I know the roads are bad, so maybe it's taken him a while to get here. We were just talking before the show that it's... You know, a lot of snow in, in in New York State right now. But we're not getting it as bad as we're not getting as bad as south of New York State. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I, I had to drive this morning. It was it was terrible. Nathan Fan <laughs> says Joe doesn't know anything, so he can't, he can't tell it any, anything. That's true. That is true. <laughs> well, that was well the song calls for the radio to tell you things. Yeah. You're so tired you can't even hear properly. <laughs> You're right, man. This is weird. Like, I, I slept all night. <laughs> I got up, and I'm like, fuck, I'm still tired. So I went back to sleep. And I woke up, like, an hour ago, and I'm <laughs> still fucking tired. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, well. I was wa- I'm watching World War Three on the network, the first one, and <laughs> he just got eliminated. Sucker! I've been watching the WWE Network too much. That's what my problem is. <laughs> Well, I have it because it doesn't it doesn't want to work on my goddamn tablet. Yeah, I have a little trouble with my tablet, but when I watch on the computer, it works fine. The fucking app. I think it's a fucking app. It's the problem. Yeah, you know, it, it works when it wants to work. Yeah, because I can get it. I can get it. I can try to get the what what's now playing on the network on my tablet. But anything else, like I try to watch anything. Like Friday, I was playing. I was. Quote, quotation marks are sick and I stayed home from work and I got I got it to run run for a little bit the on demand but it's it still just sucks because I'll, I'll get I'll get sound but I won't get picture <laughs> that's what I've generally heard that the live streaming works fine it's the on demand stuff that doesn't it, it really is and I, I got a lot of people uh, and la- then the NXT arrival happened <laughs> well NXT arrivals uh, we'll talk about that in a minute but um <laughs> For for the on demand stuff, I had a lot of people asking me, um, you know, right after the network launched, like, well, well, is this censored? And and what's going on with this? And what what about this? What about that? So I'm trying to look at all this stuff that all these people are asking me about, and just, you know, sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't, and sometimes you'd have to try like three or four times to get one of the on demand videos to work. But um, for the most part, I haven't had a lot of problems uh, on my t- on my tablet. Yeah, a little bit. You know, getting the on-demand, but the the live stuff works uh, pretty well. Uh, and you mentioned NXT Arrival was uh, this past Thursday, and I'm sure everybody knows by now there was an issue uh, with NXT Arrival uh, on Tyler Breeze's entrance. Yeah, the crowds the crowd chanted CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was an issue. They on... couldn't handle the beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Breeze is so gorgeous. He froze the the WWE Network. A live stream. Uh, it, it it happened to us. George and I are sitting here watching the watching the you know special, and uh, you know next thing you know it freezes. So what I did is I grabbed my phone because I was doing the second screen on the on the phone, and I clicked back and I went and put the network on on the phone, handed George the phone so George could watch the segment while I'm on the computer trying to refresh and trying to get it going again. <laughs> and, uh, we, so we got to watch the the segment where Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods got uh, beat up by 
Alexander Rusev. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we had to watch it on the phone instead of the TV. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Also, it's it works. It kind of works. It works good on my phone. But the thing is, I have it. I have the tablet, so I watch it on the tablet. I don't exactly. want to sit at my computer and watch it on my computer or on my phone. We actually had it going on both at one point, on the computer, or on, the, on the phone and the tablet. Because um, I figure, okay, this phone's way too small to watch this on if we're going to have to watch the rest of the show on it. Because I was thinking maybe it was my computer. And um, obviously it wasn't. It was it was the network. Yeah. No, oh, but it, it would be a fun visual to see you and George huddled around a phone trying to watch NXT. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been. <laughs> yeah, Maven Pan says WCCW is the only good thing on the network. Was you say was the only good thing? It's not closed yet. Yeah. So, so what is when the shows are actually on? Do they do a second screen experience time thing? On the on the app, yeah, they, you can you can either choose to watch what's live on the network, uh, which is usually like a replay of something else that's been on the network six billion times. Like Survivor Series twenty twelve is on right now, and this is like yeah. the eighteenth time I've seen it on there. <laughs> you know the you know the funny thing is when when everyone was having all the problems, and I finally got registered on day one. Um, I, I get I get it I finally get registered and I'm trying to go on my phone and it I, it just said you know how you get the screen that says on your phone go to the click here to the network so you click there all it was doing was playing what was live and I'm like how the fuck do I what the fuck is up with this I don't want to I want to I want to see that then you got to realize you got to go up to the top yeah of the screen. It's, it's not very intuitive you ha- <laughs> because it says click here to watch the network and it goes straight to the live you have to actually go to the top left corner click out and um, Click, select the WWE select network. WWE network. <laughs> you mean they have all these tutorials for retards, but the app itself is incredibly complicated and could use a tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Cole, get on that. Yeah. <laughs> I just get the Bellas to do it again. Yeah. Oh, that's every time there's a live show, it's like, oh, it's the Bella Twins on there. Click, click on for the WWE second screen experience or whatever the fuck they say. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but the only yeah. way they can improve that is if they put the second screen on one of the Bellas themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll give it. You know, I'm gonna. You know what? I, I heard this whole seven day trial and people. Oh, I'm, I'm done after. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it the six months. If they don't have it fr- fixed in six months, you know what? I didn't select. I didn't select the auto re auto en- enroll me. So basically, you know what? If I'm not happy after six months, I'm done. Yeah, quite quite honestly, I got to give them credit because we're a week out and it, and it, it works far better now than it did just six days ago when it launched. The only problem I have right now is I can't watch on my Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was telling the um the guy that I, I tell you about that works at my gym. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't have. It. He's like, I he's like, I got the Xbox 360. I'm like, yeah, you might want to wait then because they're having problems with the Xbox. So yeah. Yeah, and that that's uh you know, my wife is not happy about that because she's like, I wanna watch it on the TV. Like all I have to do is grab my laptop and hook it up to the TV with the HDMI cable. She's like, oh well it'll be all pixelated, like No it won't. <laughs> this isn't nineteen ninety five anymore. <laughs> no, it it's not pixelated when you connect with an HDMI. 
No, it's not. I mean, I if I try to hook my laptop up to my TV in my bedroom, it doesn't have HDMI. I can do the, you know, laptop in thing, but you know, it it it's just the picture is terrible on it, so I can't do it. Uh, I, I tried to do it. I'm like, oh, I can deal with this. And then I'm like, no, I can't fucking deal with this. And I did it. I did it. I, 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 I have to admit that I did this this week. I watched it, the match of the century. Which one? Judy Bagwell on a pole. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I, I watched the match of this century. The pepper on a pole match? No, 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 no. I watched the match of this century, which was uh, Oksana versus Caitlyn. Oh, God. <laughs> the one where she had the headlock out, uh, the headlock of oh, doom for 20 minutes. <laughs> you yeah, know, everybody's... Daniel Bryan and Cesaro did that in a match, and it was incredibly well-rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I actually, I'll have to actually give a credit. The, bat, the, the Judy Bagwell on a pole match itself wasn't overall that bad of a match it's just the fact that they kept going to her tied up to the what the the forklift she was tied up on <laughs> oh my god it's like and it's like what so what's the point they're supposed to climb and they didn't the, the the end of the match it's like you didn't even climb up to get her to win the match you had to pin him and then she went up and saved his mom it's like yeah i'm watching um i was watching those legends of wrestling uh, roundtables that they have on there hosted by me and gene and I kept seeing the clip in the in the beginning of uh, Jerry Lawler with JR asking him, did you break Paul Heyman's jaw on purpose? And I'm like, I gotta see this episode, but it's not on here. So I went and I, I got that episode. It's the uh, Heat Seekers episode, if anybody's wondering. Um, and I'm, I'm watching it, and JR is talking about Buff Bagwell, who is on the cover of the DVD, by the way, which I, I always thought was funny because he's on there with so many like other people that are so much better than him <laughs> but uh, JR was talking about Buff Bagwell he says oh when he first started here I was director of talent operations and they, his mother called me to tell me he oh, wasn't feeling well he wasn't feeling well and to uh, he wasn't feeling well and that he wasn't going to make uh, the shows over the weekend but he'd be at TV on Monday <laughs> so Judy Bagwell is calling <laughs> Buff Bagwell is calling WWE to call in sick for Buff Bagwell and JR says, okay, that's fine. Just This is the last conversation you and I are ever going to have about your son. Don't call here to tell me your son's sick. He could, He's a man. He can call here himself. Let's get G on the line here. I am here, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I know JTG is here. That's the only G that you need. You don't need any other Gs in this place. Should we hang up on the other one? <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> If we're gonna have JTG, can we hang up on JT? We only need one of them. <laughs> oh, let's hang up on the uh, the person who didn't watch SmackDown or Raw this week. I well, let me let, let me tell you something, Mean G. Did you see my epic pro pro promo Monday on Raw, dude, brother? I sure can sell a network, a shitty network. It's like selling shit to a fly, dude, brother. I did no, like I, it, oh. I I had streaming issues. <laughs> I did like how seamlessly they edited it on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kept going back to Tyler Breeze for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I caught, I caught hey. the edit today. I was watching. They have the, uh, they have a like this week in WWE show on the network, and I, I just happened to catch that this morning. 
And uh, it's like, oh, in the future, the business is the WWE Network. Like, yeah, that's not what he said on Monday. <laughs> I, I heard someone mention that he even flawlessly moved his hand when he repeated it so they could edit it. And I didn't realize they would edit it that seamlessly. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm telling you, I've got World War Three on here. <laughs> if you go watch the, um, the first World War Three, they go right to Mean Gene. He's interviewing Sting, Hogan, and Macho Man. And Mean Gene just botches holding the microphone because Hogan keeps having to lift his arm up to his mouth so he can scream it. So that... <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah, um, Maven fan wants to know Mark, Mark's and G's thoughts on the network, even though they can't get it. Actually, we can. You know, it it was earlier in the week, like right on Monday. You were able to go if you had like Apple TV, you could get yeah. it. Yeah. But they but they uh, they killed it, like right afterward. They, they 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 realized like, oh shit, that's not supposed to happen. Pull that plug over there. Yoink! Let's, let's just tell it. Let's, let me just tell you this: this guy, the guys, that guy no longer works with here. Not only the. <laughs> I pedigreed his ass out of out of the the network. Oh, I'm sure somebody got fired for that. You can't. Uh, that's a big fuck up. You know? Yeah, but I'd I mean, say it was Apple's fuck up. So I don't think anyone got fired for it. Let's find out if George is on his way. George, I forgot to geolock it. Yeah. Well, you can get around geolocking easy. Yeah. Watch American Netflix. You know, I had a buddy that lived here, and his wife lived in Canada, and he was running both Canada and U.S. Netflix somehow. <laughs> I think he was yeah, using I could her watch account. Canada, Canadian Netflix if I wanted. I'm trying to find out if George is coming. Probably just a bunch of documentaries on mooses. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the first Tim uh, Hortons. Well, they're, they're, they're just called moose. Yeah, I thought it was moose. Yeah. What what type of moose, buddy? The the moose moose or the moose moose that we eat? The first Tim Hortons was made in Canada in nineteen. 19- <laughs> Actual clip from Canadian Netflix. <laughs> trying to find out if George is coming. We went to an indie show last night, uh, which was actually uh, pretty good. Screw this! I'm loading up Canadian Netflix. Oh jeez. <laughs> well. Well, we actually get all of the BBC documentaries about tea and crumpets here too. So, <laughs> yeah, Coronation Street, yay! God, I That's wish an actual they... soap drama. No, yeah, it's about, like the only show they pretty much had on during the Olympics, other than the Olympics on the CBC. It's fucking Coronation Street, piece of shit, garbage show. It is. Show. It's so popular in your country, though. I don't get it. Um, that... well, all soap operas are popular here because we're all miserable bastards. <laughs> all, all I can say is this is, you know, of all this talk about British TV, my favorite episodes of the greatest show ever, Married with Children, were the time they went to England. <laughs> Reparter. <laughs> and they're in the Bud, Bud and Al are in the store, and they're, they do the I, I'm Too Sexy. They do the entire song. They're all dancing and dressed <laughs> up. It's, it's the best, the greatest. Se- uh, the greatest moment of television ever. <laughs> Married with Children was the greatest show ever. There's no denying it. Yes, and the thing is, I watch the before I go to the gym on the weekends. I always watch the they they play them at six. They play reruns on TBS at yeah. six thirty in the morning, and I watch them. They're still as good as you still laugh at them 
they're still as funny as they were 20 years ago. I've watched these episodes like countless numbers of times. Still waiting to see if George is going to show up. And I, I, I'm willing to bet that if George does show up, when he walks in the door, he's going to be chanting, Lars! 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 <laughs> and it's uh, we went to this indie show last night, uh, Empire State Wrestling here in, uh, in, in Western New York. Uh, they run uh, North Tonawanda. And um, the uh, world heavyweight champion is a guy named Chris Cooper. And uh, there was a thing a couple of months ago, the Elio DiPaolo Memorial Cup. Uh, which was won by Trent Beretta, and they treat it like a uh, Money in the Bank kind of thing. So Trent Beretta has uh, a, a ESW championship shot anytime he wants, and he was on the show last night. So uh, Cooper comes out, and he's got this guy with him, and this guy like could barely get in the ring, like he like he tripped like getting into the ring, and then he you know Cooper cuts a promo like, well this is my protection from Trent Beretta. His name is Lars. And then the guy has trouble getting back out of the ring. And then everybody just starts chanting for this Lars dude. Like, nobody's paying attention to the match. <laughs> it probably didn't help that it was that it was two heels uh, working each other for the championship. But And our, our buddy DeVille got involved in that, too. Which, um, I, I don't know if G got the tweet. <laughs> uh, but no. uh, DeVille, came, DeVille came out, and uh, it was uh, Gabriel Saint uh, was the challenger. And he's got a manager uh, named Lady Lala. And DeVille's been feuding with them. So DeVille came out and, like, shoved her into the ring post, basically knocking her out, even though it was, like, the weakest shove I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah, I, I think Lars could beat Mike Knox, Maven fan. I, I, <laughs> I, I really think he could, if he can get in the ring first. <laughs> I thought Maven fan, no. <laughs> so, you know... Basically, you know, so this this guy's like getting all this all these chants and everything. He he's like trying not to laugh. He's basically standing in the aisle holding the belt, and we're just we're watching like because the idea is nobody's getting through Lars. Like, okay, sure, nobody's getting through Lars. And we saw the ring announcer come walking by him, and we saw Deville walk right by him. It's like, yeah, nobody's getting through Lars. <laughs> they they actually have been up. A gallery on WWE.com of who does the best Hulk Hogan impression. Really? JT Hogan is not listed. Really? What a travesty. <laughs> well, you know something. I I, I I don't take award shows too well, brother. I, I didn't invent those. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not nominated, dude, brother. <laughs> is, Moose, is Moose's impression, impersonation at least nominated? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's no a farce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even bothering. <laughs> I don't feel like going to the website. No, I don't think John Cena could beat Lars. I don't. <laughs> no, Joe Cena. <laughs> no, she asked if, if if Joe Cena, who she thinks I am apparently, uh, could beat John. Uh, if I thought that John Cena could beat Lars, no. <laughs> you just have to throw like a couple of Picassos at him, and he'll take them. Yeah. Oh wait, wrong Lars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the main event ended up being uh, it was Kevin Steen versus uh, Colin Delaney versus Pepper Parks, uh, which Colin Delaney ended up winning, if you can believe that. But uh, after the match, uh, Cooper comes out, beats down Colin Delaney, and Lars is standing in the crowd. No, Jammin wasn't there. <laughs> Uh, we were we're disappointed in the fact that Jammin wasn't there, but no, he wasn't there. <laughs> Good show though. There was a guy named Cloudy. It, it wasn't the old body Donna's manager. There was a guy dressed up like Sonny. 
remember that. Well, this guy comes out. His name's Cloudy. He's out there with an umbrella. He's wrestling against uh, this this guy, um, uh, Kevin Bennett, who's who's really really good. Except he's really really small, <laughs> so he'll never make it in this business. But, um, but uh, yeah, he uh, he he's out there. He was getting frustrated because the fans were really ripping on him. <laughs> he's like flipping people off. The the ring announcer's like. Or, you know, the commentator goes, oh, don't get fined like I did. It's a family show. And then the guy goes over and gives him a crotch chop. Like, dude, come on. Don't let us get to you. <laughs> Be a professional. But it was a good show. Really fun. And DeVille knocked out a woman, so we got to ask him about that. <laughs> next time he's on, next time we have time for him on the show, because we're, we're pretty booked for the month, actually. In fact... I ran into a good friend of ours last night, Andrew J. Reimers, and um, we're we're tentatively scheduled right now to have Trevor Murdoch on at the end of the month. And uh, one of the things I posted on Facebook recently was uh, Trevor Murdoch singing "Friends in Low Places" to Lance Cade, and I said, "Andrew J. Reimers, this is a song you should sing on our show." So I think Reimers is coming on on the thirtieth to perform a couple of songs on the same episode that we have Trevor Murdoch on. Or at least we're scheduled to have Trevor Murdoch on. You know how these things go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's warm in the studio today. (laughs) Raven Fan says that we all know women are stronger than men. I think think women are stronger than... Most women are stronger than Brian DeVille. (laughs) (laughs) After that little shove he gave, uh, he he gave Lady Lala last night. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else has something to talk about? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm trying to sign up for the network, but the website is down. Website's down. <laughs> I was just watching it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I was just on. The, I've got. I actually still have it up. I have a picture of Hogan and. Big show standing next to each other. The the network website is down. I'm clicking on it right now. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Oh, Hogan Hogan just eliminated Taskmaster. I I got this. I got Big Show and Sheamus from Survivor Series 2012. Sounds like an incredible match. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Make sure you stab your eye with a fork. Yeah. Uh, so we got Black Bart coming up in a little bit. Uh, we've had him on before, of course. We talked to him about Doink the Clown, uh, Matt Bourne, once he uh, when he passed away. So it's it's good to have him here on uh, uh, better circumstances, at least. He's here to talk about his career and uh, you know plug the uh, IHWE Texas Hall of Fame that's coming up soon that our good friend David Fuller puts on. He's uh, inducting gorgeous Gary Young this month into the IHWE Hall of Fame. It's quiet without George. (laughs) Well, well, what, 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 brother G? Well, we didn't go to that indie show that you were talking about, the show. We can't really talk about it. Well, I know that. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying, though, like, even when, even if I didn't go to an indie show last night, George is 
usually like right here to jump in. I think everybody's just tired. <laughs> I know I am. Yeah. Weaklings. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's afternoon for you. It's like evening, right? What is it, like six? It's half seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Well, so what happened on Monday night? What happened on Monday night, brother? Oh. I guess we should get into this shit, dude, brother. Yeah, probably. Hulk yeah, Hogan. If you don't have a schedule, we'll just go with what we normally do, and whatever this Blackbird thing happens, I guess. Yeah, Since he's... JT McMahon, which is JT McMahon, hired the greatest entertainer of all times, brother, to help save a sinking ship, dude, brother. I know JT has too many characters already, but JT just rolls right off the top. It does. <laughs> It just fits so perfectly. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> That's all you got to do is deal with it. Deal with it. I'm going to be WWE champion. Deal with it. Yeah. And occasionally shout, "You're supposed to be my friend." I- I'm good enough. I- I'm good enough. A brown over knows her a Triple H. Thought when I go go to the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere, I'm going to have the WWE title strapped over my shoulder, like like that. Uh, not like that. Deal. Uh, deal with it, idiot. Rock that didn't couldn't be bothered with all five hundred of his movies he did between Royal Rumble and Mania. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan came back. Uh, he said "brother" six times. He said "Jack" a lot too in that promo. Uh, but he he screwed up. I'm here for the the future is the WWE universe, and the WWE universe has the WWE network. <laughs> no, Maven fan, Black Bart is not going to be on the show to talk about Mike Knox. <laughs> He was here to launch the WWE universe. Yeah, that's what he said, brother. Well, you know, all those drugs messed up the brain cells, dude, brother. <laughs> Although, when you take when you take steroids for for twenty five years, like I have, it kind of messes up the brain cells. <laughs> yeah. So Hogan comes back, flubs his lines, announces he's the host of WrestleMania thirty because we didn't already know that, and uh, yeah. And we got Alberto Del Rio took on Bautista, which was a great chant last Sunday at the pay-per-view. Bautista, Bautista. Uh, and Del Rio won because he should have won in the first place, damn it. And because Randy Orton interfered. What were the good things that happened on Raw? <laughs> uh... <laughs> You got me. I'm sure there was good stuff. Let's see, Big E took on Cesaro, and Big E took the frickin' neutralizer wrong. Did anybody catch that? Yeah, I saw that. I thought he broke his damn neck. It's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? In fact, somebody just broke their neck taking the Styles Clash the other night. It was, uh... Oh, who was it's it? in Another the notes. One down? Oh, is it in the notes? Okay. Yeah. That movie's dangerous. It's taking out two people already. Yes, it has. John Cena called out the Wyatt family. The Wyatts, uh, the Wyatts supposedly injured John Cena's leg. Kayfabe. It, it it looked legit to me. Kayfabe. And David Fuller actually tweeted back to me that it's too early for a face stretcher angle in the program, so it's legit. But nope. then we found out later on it, it it's supposedly kayfabe. In the notes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I faked another injury on the house show circuit this weekend, too. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Uh, Seamus wrestled Christian. Nobody gave a shit. I, I mean that literally. Like, it was just... 
Well, I think somebody did give a shit, literally. <laughs> that happened on SmackDown. Oh, was that SmackDown? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Raw. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Ben asked JT Hogan had, had brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> One for every word he knows. <laughs> well, I know a lot of words. See, brother, dude, brother. Jack. Dude. <laughs> mean Gene. Or Mean G, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know who this Mean Gene guy is. Talentless hack. <laughs> we had uh, Roman Reigns challenged Bray Wyatt. Uh, Daniel Bryan beat Kane. Lana and Alexander Rusev, Emma and uh, Santino, and uh, yeah, uh, Outlaws and the Usos had a rematch, but it was a non-title match. Even though we were, we kept hearing like, "Oh, the Usos are going to win the titles on Monday to make people want to buy the uh, network." It's a shame George isn't here for that gift made just for him. I know. Bastard, he hasn't even texted me back yet. I hope he's okay. I know he got home okay. I drove him. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns took on Bray Wyatt. Uh, and then the Shield and the Wyatts all got involved anyway. You were busy watching ECW to watch that match. I was. <laughs> Uh, and then Paul Heyman... Oh, wait, there was something good that happened. What came up next? Yeah, Paul Heyman... Uh, Paul Heyman call, uh, says, if Brock's, not getting, if Brock's not getting a title shot, we're not going to be at WrestleMania. And then The Undertaker came out and stabbed him with a pen. Brock, that <laughs> is. And so it's Brock versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. The show wasn't bad. To be completely honest, the show was not terrible. It was It was actually halfway decent. Uh, Gary Barnage finally did get signed up for the network, by the way. <laughs> I just asked him uh, because he was, I know he was having trouble on Monday, so he got signed up on Tuesday. I heard people that signed up for the website at 8.30 and got the network thrown in, so they were on the network at 8.30 before it went live. I I was one of those people that was <laughs> on at 8.30 and managed to sign up. Um. And then, like, an hour later is when I started seeing JT and uh, and Gary both having problems logging in. <laughs> or signing up, rather. Not e- not even logging in, but just signing up. Yeah, well, I, ended up, I tried doing it over my tablet, which was, like, probably the worst possible thing to do. <laughs> when I, I went on, it, when I ended up going online, it, it, that's when I finally got through to registering. I just did it on my, through my computer and not through my tablet. Because <laughs> was, I was getting, like, all the way through to where you clicked on the payment and then, and then it would just crash. I would say, oops, something went wrong. It's like, what the fuck? It took me 35 fucking minutes to get yeah, this site. I've heard people say that too and when that happened, you had to do it all over again. Yep. And it and happened to them about four times so they just gave up. And also would have helped that I, I thought I thought that I was registered at WWE.com and I found out I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, I ended up signing up for a new account. I swore I was registered with my... Yeah, because I have an email. They send me emails all the time. Yeah. Ah, this is what I was looking for. The Shield promo from uh, the NXT pre-show. Which was great. Listen to the Wyatt family, boys. Listen to them. Making outrageous claims. Sounds stupid to me. 
Your stupid ugly beards and your stupid camel mask. Hold on. Man. Trying to scare somebody with what? Camel mask. Camel mask. It's, a, it's, a, it's a llama mask, bro. What? What just, are you talking about? I just went to the zoo. It's a llama. Hey! It's a lamb, gentlemen. And that's beside the point. The point is, the Wyatts did not lay the foundation at NXT. They refer to me as the architect for a reason. I was the first ever NXT champion. And we laid the foundation for the future of this business. How we do that? By taking out The Undertaker, The Rock, John Cena, Sheamus, every single person that got in our way. Over the last year, we've dominated and we have become the emerging leaders of the next generation. Believe that and believe in the shield. Stupid camel mask. <laughs> Listen, I was scared at first because I thought they were turning into comedy, but then Seth yeah. started talking and saved it. <laughs> it was good. Though. It was funny. George and I are sitting here laughing our asses off watching this <laughs> on the network. And I, uh, I just went to the zoo. It's a llama. <laughs> so that's what I was doing Thursday. I was watching uh, NXT Arrival and, and hearing William Regal talk about how the apron is the hardest part of the ring <laughs> instead of Taz. Yeah, I downloaded it. I still haven't watched it yet. Really? But you were the one who sent me the link. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I sent the link to like 20 plus people. but Including me. Who time, was, I had to go to work. Including me who was able to is. watch it live. You sent the, you sent the link out to. <laughs> it's like, dude, I already saw it. I, I sent the link to a lot of people. Actually, yeah. the OSW uh, review is up. Um, you're welcome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know one of those guys didn't have it. And now he does. G of the internet rules. So what 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 did I miss while I was watching NXT? What what happened on TNA this week? Oh, uh, they had a, a crowd that was excited the whole time. They announced they were ha- they were having a network. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they've had one for a while. Yeah, they they have. They have a paid YouTube account <laughs> that does have all their pay per views on it. That's true. I don't know, I got like four other pay-per-views on DVD. I've never opened them. Three of them. <laughs> three of them. There's three. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of what actually happened, it was Dixie Free this week, which was amazing. It was, it was another week and another impact that started with Gunner running around backstage looking for James Storm, and, and apparently James Storm will have no chance in hell should they meet. Vince is not buying this product. <laughs> Anyway, MVP starts to show properly as Max Nain informs us that Dixie isn't here, and I don't think Impact has ever made me so happy. Uh, Bobby Roode, Rockstar, Spud, and EC3 are our bookers for tonight, somehow. MVP runs down the lockdown main event and says that he'll give Gunner a rematch due to the interference last week that means he didn't win. He introduces Joe and Magnus, and we get a contract signing. Magnus is still getting booed. Did he hump a mannequin of the queen in the ring or something? And I apologize wholeheartedly for what I put in the review. I said queen in the ring, not queen of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's inc- it's amazing how long it took me to find that picture. <laughs> how long I looked. I inadvertently downloaded a torrent for it that I refused <laughs> to run. Yeah, inadvertently, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it's okay, Mark. You can watch it. It's okay. I just think it's I, funny I've that a review of it. I don't need to see it. I just think it's funny that one of the wrestlers on the on the cover it looks like Doink the Clown. <laughs> she had like, Doink Sheik. <laughs> they could. They, they they had to do. They had to do the nine the nine wrestler gangbang, and oh, they couldn't think of nine except for. But they included Doink the Clown. <laughs> Uh, uh. Anyway, <laughs> Magnus heals on London in the crowd since he left it's gone straight to hell. I've been to London. I can confirm that. It is a terrible place. MVP makes a lockdown match to Joe Rules, which means the match can only be won by pinfall, submission, or knockout, which means Madison Rain for new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. So, so, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Joe Rules are the same as Raven's Rules? I think so. All right, then. Well, it's a cage match, so there's no DQ anyway. Maven Fan says Dixie's farm is somewhere in Buffalo. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Someone told George this so he can hunt her down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Magnus calls Joe an unrefined animal and starts a Joe's going to kill you chant and says he'll put Joe down and that he will never be champion. Magnus gets in Joe's face and gets his ass kicked for it. And then they recap the Wolves winning the titles at a live event, and then the Bromance are backstage wanting their titles back. Which means they flew to a live event, and then back to London. Yeah. Still, it's kind of cool they tied their tape shows to their present day events. Bromance find Rude so they can be on his team for lockdown. He, sa he says they lost to a team that beat Bad Influence, so he makes a triple threat match between Bromance, Bad Influence, and the Wolves. Whoever wins is on his team, and if the Wolves win, no one is. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the word there, but I can confirm it is not the Danish word for condom. The Danish word for condom is condom. It's sad. <coughs> I like I like Svander for big Middell. Svander for I don't even know. Uh. Wolves versus Bad Influence versus Bromance. It's mostly Wolves versus Bad Influence, the two teams the fans actually like. The Wolves come out on top for most of that too, with the odd cheap shot. Daniels teases tagging in Bromance to taunt them, and I can't tell them apart now, so I just put Edwards slash Richards. It's a pretty awesome looking move from the corner, and Bromance break up the pin. Richards climbs to the top, and Bobby st Robbie steals the tag as he jumps off and picks up the win. Bromance are going to lockdown. I also thought James Storm and Gunner would be on a team because that's how it works in Survivor Series. Just find three guys who are feuding and stick them on the team. And to distinguish Eddie Edwards and <laughs> David Richards, David Richards is the short one. I know, but they just move so quickly I can't tell who's shorter when they're moving. Uh, uh. He's a little bit more jacked up than Eddie Edwards. Oh. Uh. Hobo Carter III is backstage. He really looked like a hobo there. He's picked his own opponent, the best wrestler in England. He also has some truce for Angle or something, and says that he's the new face of American wrestling and holds up an American flag. America! America! Fuck yeah. <laughs> Aries and Rude are chatting, because Rude questions if Aries can trust MVP, and Aries doesn't trust Rude. 
Rudak's if he'd rather work with Dixie or MVP, and Ares sees through his bullshit. He knows it's not about Dixie. Rude hates her, and he just wants the 10%. Ares doesn't like the idea of working for Rude, and Rude walks off after telling him to make the right choice. And we've got Hobo with Carter the third versus Doug Williams. It's been a while since we've seen Doug. Kinda wish he was back for more than just a squash match, because that's all this is. Hobo wins. He gets paid with a sandwich. Doug offers some, gets some offense in at least. Oh, and before the match, HC3 healed on the crowd, saying the US would win the soccer World Cup. Post-match, he cripples Doug. <laughs> yeah. And this is from a movie, and fun fact, after we, me and my friend watched this movie, she made bacon, it burnt my kitchen. It actually set on fire. True story. Huh. <laughs> I had to turn at my mic on. Had nice and crispy bacon, hi. though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn my mic on just to laugh at you. We had to throw it away. Sad, sad day. James Storm walks out to the ring and gets a mic. He looks like the American badass, which he did. Gunner comes out too, bitch tits and all. Storm always planned to cost Gunner the title. Being given the tag title case was what set him over the edge. Gunner was nothing without Storm and never thanked him. Gunner says that he fought for Storm's right to party and drink beer. Gunner chose his path, and Storm hits him with the truth. Gunner chose to become a robot, and no one would give a damn if he lived or died. Gunner says his family care, his friends care, and for some reason, the British crowd cares. Frankly, no sir, I do not. Storm says no one owes Gunner a thing and gets a fist in his face, and Storm cowers in the audience like the bitch that he is. And then Gunner is shown backstage waiting by the arena exit, threatening to kill Storm when he tries to leave. And then Magnus was in the ring with A-Train. Seriously, it was A-Train. Though it was actually that German dude from last week. He's Magnus's solution for Joe. And he's called Bad Bones. And we get Samoa Joe versus Bad Bones slash A-Train. And I must resist German jokes. The crowd gets tenderized and turned into bratwurst. You don't, you, you don't need to resist the German jokes because we were at the at the indie show last night. There's this Russian dude called uh, uh, Yuri Kol- uh, Koloff or some shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. And I I'm sitting in the crowd in Soviet Russia. He'll turn you. <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet wow. Russia. In Soviet Russia. Internet community get shit on the computer shit on internet <laughs> community. Well, I did not see. No, I won't make that joke. I refuse to say I did not see that coming. <laughs> Which doesn't work unless you say Nazi properly. Nazi. Whatever. Oh well. Aries is with, MP- with MVP. He was in his ring gear. MVP asked Aries for his decision, and Aries is still undecided. MVP says Rude will tell Ares anything he wants to hear, and Ares says MVP will do the same. So MVP just asks him what he wants. Ares wants proof that MVP has drive and determination. He wants to ref the match between Rude and MVP that I forgot was happening. MVP questions Ares' impartiality, and Ares says if MVP wants him to be on his team, he has to trust him. MVP opts to trust him, because trusting people in wrestling always works out. No one has ever turned on anyone, ever. Ever! <laughs> and then we got Kurt Angle versus the TNA Hall of Fame. 
And I have a cat, so in just a second. Jeremy Borash is in the ring with Angle's fancy new watch. He introduces Angle and takes five years to do it. They show a Kurt Angle Hall of Fame induction video. He made a decent job, except for Angle posing in the rain, which was just way too hokey. Angle manages to gingerly walk down to the ring and... Where am I? <laughs> and Borash hands the watch over. I think a ring would be cheaper than a Rolex. Angle and Borash hug it out and Borash leaves him in the ring alone to accept the thank you Angle chance. Angle says that t the TNA Hall of Fame isn't about Kurt Angle or TNA, but the fans. Without them, it wouldn't exist, and it only has two members in it. Some fan shouts he loves Angle, and Angle reciprocates. He tries to be serious about his issues, but can't stop marking out for the fans who chant his name. Fucking Mark. He had to change his life, and he's done that. He got clean and had some great matches. He thanks his god, his wife, kids, the talent, and the fans. He says it's a great night to be Kurt Angle, and he's about to leave when HC3 comes out. He has a tribute video of his own for Angle. You should all prepare your diddly holes. It's a comical thing, showing Hobo beating the shit out of Angle with thought bubbles appearing for Hobo that have crap in them. Hobo says that Angle isn't telling everyone the big news, and Angle invites him into the ring to do it. Hobo pulls out a piece of paper with I Beat Sting and Kurt Angle's Who written on the back. Clever. Carter says that Angle is seriously injured and needs surgery and may never perform again. He tells Angle that he should just retire. Then Kurt threatens Carter and says he should have gone straight to the source. Carter says the internet is always right, 50% of the time. Angle says his MCL isn't torn and neither is it, is his a hate is his ACL. His so ACL I, I guess, can't be torn, he doesn't have one. <laughs> I guess he was just posing for those pictures of him in a wheelchair. There's disturbing sexual tension before Angle punches El Hobo Carteria out of the ring. Angle says that MVP gave Angle a steel cage match at lockdown against Mine Hobo. And then we get the beauties, which was Rain and Velvet Sky, versus the beasts, which is Lady Tapper and, La and Alpha Female, who is the giant white woman with Chris Sabin now. I wonder if they'll bring the knockout tag titles back. Probably not, seeing as they only have four knockouts. Typical David versus Goliath style match with the occasional bit of inf interference from outside. Tapper wins due to said interference. Post match, the heels attack the faces, and ODB runs out for the save bringing the knockout count up to five. And then there was a random ass video package for that Tiger guy they hired. hired. Tiger Uno is coming to lockdown. I think this guy has about four names now. And one of my favorite parts of the show, Samuel Shawtime. He's asked if he thinks last week was a mistake and he says no one understands his love, but they will. <laughs> and R.I.P. Josh Matthews. <laughs> Did she actually do Playboy photos? Yeah. Yeah, I have the, I have it, I have them. <laughs> I have the, the one she was in. I have, actually, I have all the WWE diva ones. You creepy, creepy bastard! Wait, Josh Matthews died? No, no, he's not actually dead. Okay, I was like, I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Josh Matthews died like twenty times at the hands of Tim White. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in, in Soviet Syracuse, meet us, Ray JT. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd catch that. 
Yeah. Well, Soviet Samuel. Syracuse and Soviet Syracuse offices clean JT. <laughs> <laughs> well, Samuel Shaw makes his way down to the ring, and Christy Hemi's visibly uncomfortable. So am I with a cat. Samuel quotes some likely dead guy. To be great is to be misunderstood, and Hemi has definitely misunderstood him. He wants her to enter the ring and says he'll respect her space. Shaw enjoyed their time together and feels Hemi did too. There are people who just lost after her, and he wants to protect her. He wants everything from her, not just one thing. Anderson's music hits and he looks in pretty rough shape. There's a nasty cut under his eye. Shaw says that Anderson is one of the guys lusting after Hemi, and she's lucky he was there. Yeah, the married guy who just had twins. Anderson calls Shaw a creepy bastard and tells him his relationship isn't real. The ass-whooping he's going to give Shaw Shaw is, though. Shaw denies his creepiness and basically says he didn't rape her. Even if he did try to screw her, she wouldn't say no, because she's a slut. <sighs> I love this company sometimes. Hemi slaps him for that comment, and Shaw throws Hemi at Anderson and tries to choke him out, and succeeds. Yay. There's a Willow promo, and for G, I will try my best to transcribe. There's no rhyme or reason to my madness, no something slurs in my speech, he said while slurring his speech, just the something enigmatic destiny that fills my being with their cold poison, and you know what, fuck it. He's going to incur the wrath of challenges who will do nothing, some other shit, I don't care. I tried, I really tried. Just like Jeff Hardy tried to hide the fact he's Willows. Willow, whatever, just... See, whenever I hear those promos, all I hear is They are incredibly overproduced. They're not in English. They're in some kind of psychedelic drug language. Well, he did create the character in the height of his drug-induced comas. Shit. Sorry, guys, I had a cat. And I've lost my place. <laughs> I just need to find the picture of Jeff Hardy looking stoned. Anyway. Plenty <laughs> of those. <laughs> Storm and Gunner have a good old-fashioned backstage brawl. Wasn't that bad, actually. Security runs interference and holds them apart. And they get locked on either side of a gate. Gunner tells Storm he's done at lockdown, and Storm says that sooner or later, God will cut Gunner down. I guess they won't be the missing two members in those lockdown teams. And then I remembered Hardy said Hardy's going to be on MVP's team. Well done on leaking that one, MVP. Made it kill the suspense. And ruin the, the angle we're going to see next. Eric Young is backstage and he's asked about Abyss. EY doesn't know where he is and hopes it's Park that comes back, not Abyss. And then we got MVP versus Bobby Roode with Aries as the ref. Aries comes out looking like a gay porn star. I've never seen someone look so bad in a ref shirt. Never do this again. Please. It was awful. His legs were shiny. <laughs> Incredibly shiny. Aries calls a pretty decent match down the middle. There's a whole lot of tie-ups and not much striking for a while. There's the odd big move to keep the crowd into it, but it's barely enough to keep me into it. The pace finally picks up as MVP gets on a roll and hits his ball and elbow drop, and Rude kicks out of a bridging suplex. 
Rude gets in Aries's face and after a near fall after an airfall and MVP gets the playmaker in for another near fall. The finish comes when Aries hits a spinning discus elbow and MVP and Rude hits a Rude bomb. Aries is the last member of Rude's team and Hardy is the last member of MVP's. The show goes off with Aries and Rude celebrating. And the ultimate bad luck Brian. Finally going to his first WrestleMania. Orton and Batista is the main event. <laughs> Poor bastard. Six out of ten show. Not not great, but not bad. And it was nice to see Doug Williams. And I just wonder what is MV- what is Magnus doing? Because we cheered Wade Barrett when he was in Nexus. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, but yeah, it was a decent show. Not great. And that's what happened. <sighs> and silence is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was uh, messaging the. Uh, I'm having a conversation with the ring announcer from last night's <laughs> indie show. You had anything back from George yet? No. Apparently he's on. He's on Facebook right now. So, uh, what do you say we get in the break song? Because we got about five minutes before uh, Black Bart's supposed to call us. If, if he calls while we're doing the break song, we'll have to interrupt. But, uh, G, introduce your break song. It's a song, sort of, Bob Geldof telling a story about uh, his childhood. It's kind of trippy, and uh, it's a good break song. It's chill. No screaming this week. All right, here we go. scream on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. I got off the 45A somewhere around the new estates, which were advertised as being in Kalani, but were really in just a field. And I was going to the house at the top of the world. Brian Carroll lived around here somewhere. And after school, I'd sometimes go back to his place and sing with his brother Dermot. He knew all the Motown songs. Sometimes I think about him when I heard that he's a civil servant in Cork. Which is funny for a guy who used to sing Motown songs. Soon I'd come to the Leopardstown dual carriageway. It was the first dual carriageway in Ireland, and it was a hundred yards long. I liked the name. I don't remember a town being there, and I certainly saw no leopards. But I had to cross it anyway to get to the house on the top of the world. (laughs) 
Everyone thought the dual carriageway was great and modern, and every Saturday the Bowsies, Yahoos, gutter snipes, and corner boys would empty out of the pubs and scream like wild Saturday night leopards, drunk and fast and delirious for that blessed hundred yards. People were always getting killed. Ducked and weaved, and it was fun. And I made it over and up the small road past the Silver Tassie, along the riverbank past the Proddy Church, and off left up the lane to the house at the top of the world where you lived. cosy woolly hat, bright eyes and a room full of old hoarded yellowing newspapers and 1920s photos of the burn and you, busy in the kitchen, half glad to see me, half nervous with your parents around You'd take me for a walk around the field and down the lane and when the evening fell your father would light the peat fire and show me pictures of the West taken in the twenties. And then he'd go to bed. And the night was full of you and the evening and the peat fire and the house on the top of the world. And then it was time to go and risk death again in the dark of the Leperstown dual carriageway. And on the way back, I felt I could just jump the whole bloody thing. And we're back. Joe's dead. Um, is, is, is that it? It's still gone. <laughs> it's, no, still, that, that is the end. There's still like a minute and 20 seconds left in this. I didn't encode it. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you use the remaining that, minute to contemplate his life. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, I, I actually own this on CD. There's, there's no. That's the end of the track. <laughs> so whoever encoded it, fucked up. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I'm having a conversation with the uh, ring announcer from Empire State Wrestling, who happens to be Jamin Alavencia's brother, Jordan. <laughs> And uh, we were talking about Lars, the uh, the guy that we was chanting for last night. Because what I posted was after watching uh, Jordan Olivencia beg for the fans to get louder, and then seeing the fan reaction to Lars last night, I think Lars should be the new ring announcer. <laughs> and uh, Jordan says that if if Lars can do the worm, he'll trade places with him for a night. <laughs> Speaking of the worm. Why did Scotty Too Hardy shave his head? Who knows? He, look, he looked fine the last time he was on, and then he comes out with a shaved head on NXT. Twice. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He's a firefighter. Let's just say it got burned off in a fire. Sure, that works. I'm going with headlights. <laughs> headlights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Could be. This is the part where we're waiting for the guest awkwardly. Those bastards for the bane of my youth. 
This, this is what happens when we have the guests call us instead of us calling the guests. As we In actually- Soviet Russia. Guest call. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I was going to say guest call you, but that's what, that's what's happening. Call. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maven fan says it's Scotty too hot. He wants to be stone cold. <laughs> oh, there's this guy on the show last night. I forgot what the hell his name was, but he was he was new. This this team called the Double Downs brought him out because they wrestled these redneck guys. And they're like, oh, we got our own redneck. And then they got this guy, and he's bald, and he's got a goatee. And it's like, are you serious? Did he come out with his cousin? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody he's looked at everybody's no everybody's chanting what at him. <laughs> 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 the guy looks like he looks like a, a you know cheap. Actually, people started chanting Gilbert afterward because he kind of looked more <laughs> like Gilbert than anything. But uh, we all know Dwayne Gill is retired, so <laughs> which would actually have made sense for for Dwayne Gill to to be playing that character with that team because that team is Barry Hardy's team. Barry Hardy and Dwayne Gill used to be the executioners back in the early days of Monday Night Raw. And before that, of course, as well. But you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm going to bed after the show, man. I'm fucking tired. I don't even know why. I got so much sleep, and I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> Too much excitement, chanting for Lars last night. Lars, Lars, <laughs> Lars. <laughs> I'm going through my Twitter account, and I saw I had a new follower, and then I clicked on it to see if it was legit, and it was a fucking blocked profile. It's like, okay, you don't get followed. Yeah, those those happen all the time. I get those, like, all the freaking time. It's quiet. It's oh so quiet. It's so too quiet. Do? I don't know. Uh, this is How the thing. S- like, Let's get SmackDown started. Let, let's start SmackDown. Let's do that. And then we'll interrupt when Black Bart inevitably calls. All right. Well, this doesn't look like the Olympics. There's no way this is Assassin's Creed 4, and I'm fairly certain this is not hockey. So what in the hell is this insufferable crap on a television? (sighs) Goddamn smacked on time. Here we go. We! There's no uh, theater this week anyway. Uh, Looks like they changed the intro graphic. Yay. So, Mago welcomes us to Dante's Inferno. Shit, this looks terrible already, as Bautista makes his nut hugger ray out. He's trying to embrace the heel. The douche is strong in this one. Mm. You're supposed to be my friend! And they give him a microphone. Clips from Hunter and Bautista debating on who is more orange. They went bowling for one. Derpa herpa do! Hunter's pal loves this company and business, and his guaranteed title match mania stip. He claims he is the best representative at AT&T and wants to know what the hell happened to this business. And the crowd chants, outsourced to India, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> and the mediocre Calgary walks slowly as fast as he can through the crowd holding up a U.S. citizenship while JT is seen in the audience holding up a Justin Bieber with the words insourced written on it. <laughs> Batista wow. takes off his wife-beaten, wife <laughs> He affectionately calls Deborah while keeping his paperboy hat and his sunglasses on in, in order to accessorize. And he might have said something, but the fact that he was vigorously masturbating the whole time made me fast forward. <laughs> then Rolf from the Muppets comes out and challenges him to a piano showdown with special guest referee Schroeder. 
Lucy sets up the football, and Charlie runs as fast as he can at it, but Gene Snitsky pushes him aside and punts El Torito into the crowd. And then Siggy joins Sigor and Marmaduke already in the ring for a match later tonight. Later. Every Sunday. Board Wrestling Fan Radio, 2 p.m. Eastern. We're told that the WWE app contacted Vic Rod and Teddy Longtime to create the Ziggler Batista match in a one-on-one -on -one with the great one-tag team match play a hollow with The Undertaker later tonight. <laughs> the real America, the real America brother dude brothers first, the big Etor Ewan Smalls, and Macklemore, Jindrak, Callaway Henry, Zeb, and Sean O'Hara at ringside. This match gets underway and I get underwhelmed, if that's a word. No, it's not, because I looked it up. It's one of those skills I learned in my school, and I just keep thinking about uh, how I could be watching NXT's Ariba show from yesterday night, uh, when not when uh, Tito Santana squared off against Old Jack in a paper cut match. I'm told George St. Pierre won somehow. Damn, this match is forgettable. <laughs> Cesaro picks up the win with the neutralizer and an anticlimactic finish. Post-match, Swagger and Cesaro are pals again. Oh, yeah, I read that gift. Uh, backstage, Del Rio wants Felicio from Vic Rod for <laughs> defeating a Batista on Raw, so his flirtation beckons for unmixed strawberry yogurt to request a nostalgic return to the rings of car stealing and diarrhea, and faces being heel-tastic. Great, this shit again. I'm not even gonna bother watching. <laughs> ADR versus Sheamus don't care what's notable is that Christian walks out in a dark blue suit and joins commentary and I stop after the first commercial break to listen to Think So Bieber Joe's favorite wrestler <laughs> they're depicting him as having a new attitude and he recognizes his window to get to the top is closing the match itself seems okay but these characters are so cold right now so Christian interferes and makes the match a DQ. Then the captain gets tossed uh, from the ring, but returns to lay out Sheamus with an unprettier. I think Sheamus won, but I, I have no idea. Or what the fuck this is all about, or why we should care. So, Raw Clips, meh. Debra gets Punk's storyline to face Triple H, because Triple H has to involve himself with the most popular guys in order to feed his magical evil shovels craving for ruining wrestling, I suppose. Hogan clips and shit. He puts over Chris Saban and warns Austin Aries to stay away from Jason Hervey or heads will roll. Then he and Dixie argue about Serge's proposal to have a live concert on the lockdown. Hornswoggle is seen backstage asking for directions as his GPS has run out of battery power. So George St. Pierre submits him and crawls into his innards to stay warm in the cruel wintry hell that is Orlando. Alexander Rusev speaks in Bulgarian. Wow. Cole reminds us Ambrose overslept when the Prayat family attacked the Shield on Monday, and the Shield bicker backstage after the clips. Reigns and Ambrose argue about who needs to relax, and Rollins just plays mediator, uh, reminding the two of threats, and they bring him back to the same Ellen Page. Batista versus Dolph Ziggler. What a shame. Batista has always kind of bored me in the ring, and Ziggler even, uh, but Ziggler, even with his overselling, has not. So I guess I will watch this, since it's counterbalanced out. It's not appeasing knowing that they know jobbing out the IWC favorite to big old Grantista is best for business, but Dolph does his job and helps the old dude look good. Dolph gets some spots in and ultimately succumbs to the Batista bomb through a piano. Stevie Wonder wonders what just happened because he is blind. <laughs> Clips of Cena's beat down by the Bray family Monday. Bray cuts a super short promo backstage and then they enter the ring. Cena's on notice. Elimination chamber stills. Evan Bourne's are shown. See what I did there? Oh. 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 Okay. 
Hey, we haven't seen him in a while. Come on. Uh, Bruno notes men to go to work every day, break their back, and earn their herd a little money. And women get up and paint their face with makeup because society expects them to wear that mask. Society presents a face on the billboard that we all need to be like. That dude is John Cena. Society tries to vilify a man like Bray because he questions society's fake expectations. And it's time for Cena to end the lie. Great promo. As actually, this was a really good promo. It's worth looking up Absolutely. if you didn't see it. Absolutely. Some people are calling it Bray's best to date, and I think you could make a case for it. It's uh, it's hard to call the guy a heel after a promo like that, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, cue the shield. The shields stand on the apron, staring lasers into the Wyatts, and Triple H interrupts the confrontation. He has too much invested in these six men for it to happen without promotion. <coughs> Hogan. <laughs> uh, so they will fight on Monday. And he orders the Wyatts out of the ring. Partners, you heard the daddy, chuckles Bray as he makes his way out. More stare-downs. Harper and Rowan elect to run in, but are tossed out. Bray stands tall as he laughs as he takes his boys away, never turning from his opponents. George of BWF Radio is seen wearing a, uh, his SWAT gear and a sheet mask, unsure of which way to go. He mirrors many people's sentiments. Divas title match. AJ Lee versus Cameron. Pfft, no. Go by. AJ retains. Did you know? WWE has a network. You didn't? Let's continue to force our cock down your throats. Lion-O! <laughs> Brock Lesnar has damage segment with The Undertaker and Paul Heyman. They shot George St. Pierre runs out, smiths both of them. This cool package <laughs> is good as per usual. I only watch it because I'm eating spicy shell peanuts. One is named Schroeder. And uh, he is useless since Batista matches over. And Josh T. Matthews has a WWE panel featuring the big show, Booker 2 TDT, and Alex Rodriguez. Josh talks to Booker and show about their expertise as wrestlers, and Alex just sits there looking sad, as he never had a career, really, Kennedy. They just talk up Lesnar and Taker. All right. Where are we at here? Daniel Bryan versus the Uso brothers versus Kane, and the New Age of Outlaws versus George St. Pierre. Maybe it's the beer talking marriage, but you got a butt that won't quit. They got these big chewy pretzels here. $5, get out of here. George St. Pierre is taken out immediately by the amazing racist Mark KKK Noise BWF Radio Infamy because he is from Quebec, Alberta, Canada. Then three polar bears emerge from the center of the ring with the ultimate Spider-Man and shoot everyone in the audience with China's t-shirt gun. All of the shirts are, are Ico Pro branded and covered with super glow and LSD, so the place goes haywire during the dark match. Jeff Hardy makes his guest appearance and starts licking people, noting his favorite Super Mario character was Toad. But he accidentally <laughs> squished him during a combo hop, and the Goombas trying to get a one-up. In all fairness, this match was decent. Uh, by hiding uh, the old dudes in a six-man, they certainly accentuated the positives and hid the weaknesses. Even Billy Gunn didn't appear winded. The youngins carried the load, and if you bother watching tonight's episode, this is worth stopping to take in. I, I don't think anyone expected uh, that CM Punk run in, though, after all. Hey, didn't see that coming at all. Brian uh, worked as hard as ever, and it was worth the watch. Albeit it was a little jarring listening to Cole pretending not to know uh, how the NXT Ariba show went down, having seen that this was taped on Tuesday. Brian lands the move to beat John Cena on Billy for the win and celebrates with Punk and the MVP in the concourse shotgunning beers with his pals. Uh, note, if you see Charles Barkley, please let me know. Uh, he may have escaped. <laughs> <sighs> that made me wish I paid more attention. <laughs> yeah. I missed the CM Punk run-in. 
Oh man, I totally I didn't see it coming at all. It was incredible. I can't believe he uh he like jumped off to the uh, the second tier of the arena, um landed that frog splash on uh you know whoever that guy was. I, I don't know, he's dead now. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. You know, they, they needed the footage of Punk doing that so they could uh they could paste it over New Jack in the ECW uh pay per views on, on on the WWE network. Yeah, he's on a few episodes. Apparently, he's been cut from a bunch of them. Yeah, that's 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 what I understand. It's is he's been cut from pretty much a lot of the ECW stuff, which is weird because New Jack was you know one of the more popular characters in ECW. But given the guy's reputation, it honestly doesn't surprise me. Hasn't he legit killed people? Supposedly. He was a, he supposedly was a bounty hunter and he had like sixteen legit kills or something or or justify <laughs> justifiable homicides was the term they used. I don't know. Hmm. Wonder where justifiable Black, homicide. Wonder where, wonder where Black Bart is. He was supposed to call us ten minutes ago. I'd have really enjoyed Dog the Bounty Hunter more if he got legit kills. Yeah. <laughs> see if we can find out <laughs> no I don't want new jack hustler <laughs> new jack post hustler no, just new jack hustler was a song it was new a jack movie city. too wasn't it yeah it was from new jack city it was, okay. a song from, it was by ice T. let's see here and it was nope. actually oh. It was Hummus. actually before, um, before Dre, you know, it was before Dre Day and all that. It was right before it came out, right before all that. Yeah. I don't. It just lists all his wrestling. Oh, 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 hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hello, board wrestling fan. Uh, yeah, this is David Fuller. Uh, is Black Bart on? No, no, we're, we're uh, we haven't gotten him yet. You haven't gotten him yet? No. Okay. I told him to call right at two o'clock. Yeah, he's he must be running a little late, so. Okay. All right. Well, I told him if he had any problems to call me. So, uh, all right, man. I just want to check in. Okay, man. Keep me posted. All right. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So we're still waiting on black part. Um. Yeah, it doesn't say anything in here about uh, how many confirmed kills they said that he had. <laughs> His Wikipedia just has all his wrestling stuff. You should get him on and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I want to do. Uh, Mr. New Jack, sir? Uh, New Jack is the only professional wrestler with four justifiable homicides under his belt. There you go. Somebody found it. <laughs> it's on Yahoo. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think Maven Fan might be right, and, and, and this is what I was thinking, was the music might have been the reason for cutting New Jack, because... Obviously, they never turned the music off during New Jack's match. <laughs> so having to overdub that and still have the the commentary in there would probably be difficult. <laughs> we we tried to get Maven on the show, Maven fan. <laughs> he uh, he never got back to us. He said he would do it, and then he never got back to us. It's oh, well. funny that I. Normally I do skip the show when there's a guest on, and I decided to do it this week because normally the guest doesn't appear when I don't, and now the opposite has occurred. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mark's fault. <laughs> well, 
Maybe maybe he's tied up in George's basement. Maybe. <laughs> or G's stealing G's gimmick. <laughs> uh, G G and uh or G has George and Blackbart tied up in his basement right now. <laughs> he's just not telling us. Oh oh hold on. Hold that thought. Hello, board wrestling fan. All right, Bart's calling in. He just forgot. Okay. Uh, I was gonna hang out for a second and say something before he came on the air to sure. everybody about him, but that's all right. All right, no problem. Okay. So he should be calling in any minute. But it's Black Bart, so you just never know. <laughs> is this is this is this G or Joe? This is Joe G Mark okay. J T. We're all here except for George. KC, D, like KC the Sunshine Band, or it's not Sunshine because you're in Niagara Falls in Canada, so <laughs> the Maple Leaf Gang or something, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's don't know. It, it, The sun is shining right now, I can see it out the studio window here in Buffalo. It is, it, you know what, it was 80 degrees yesterday here, and today we're under a winter storm advisory. We have bipolar weather. Yeah, well, so. up here in Syracuse, that's what we get. We we had one day where it was eighty five degrees and the next day it snowed. It snowed and we got it was like twenty. So yeah. Wow. But welcome to wow. my knock woods. Yeah, he should be calling from an eight one seven number just like me. So if another eight one seven number pops up, that's him. Okay. So, me calling won't like conflict and make the line busy, will No, it? no, no, it should be fine. Okay. I just say y'all have a professional thing here. Uh, yeah, I got an email. Uh, are we on the air right now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it calls live to air, man. <laughs> All right. Well, well, folks, if you just want to fast forward through this part of the show, uh, and uh, <laughs> because obviously I just thought we were just hanging out while you were playing songs or something. So no, we're no, no. We're li- hey, how's it going? We're live on the air, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, like I said, I'll say something about him when he calls in, and then I'll get out of your hair since I'm already <laughs> dragging the show down drastically. No, 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 no. Uh, David, of course, is our is the host of IHWE Radio, which we distribute here on Board Wrestling Fan. So why don't you give yourself a plug while we're waiting? <laughs> yeah, IHWE Radio can be found on blocktalkradio.com backslash IHWE Radio and on the BWF Interface or the storefront, I should say, on iTunes by searching IHW Radio. We greatly appreciate you guys putting it out there. We are trying to get this off the ground and going and uh, kind of do something and then tag team along with you guys and promote positive goodwill and stuff. So uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to work on uh, doing something where we have a guest on our show and then turn around and put them on you guys' show like a couple weeks later. I think that'll work out really well. That sounds good to me. Well, thanks, uh, thanks to you and thanks to uh, Cassidy from Cheap Heat. We're actually booked up through the rest of March. Because oh, you've, very you've, good. you've got the first very three good. weeks, he's got the the next two weeks. So <laughs> we're, we're good. Okay. We're, this this yeah, we deal's working Texas out pretty wrestling. well. we got the Texas Wrestling Hall of Fame on March 15th. We're really stoked about that. It's going to be uh, every year, it just gets bigger and bigger. And uh, then we're going to be uh, we're going to be represented uh, our new champion IXW champion Matt Riviera. Uh, he will be representing IXW at the uh, Mid South Fan Fest uh, during WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. He'll be uh, he'll be competing in the uh, J- Junkyard Dog Memorial 
Cup Battle Royal. He'll be he'll be uh, representing us, which is really cool that IXW for the first time will be represented on a show during WrestleMania weekend. That's never happened before. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so we're pretty stoked about that. We got two live events, June and October, and then in June as well. June is going to be hectic because the first week of June is the uh, the 49th annual Cosplay Club convention. Well, that's Black Bart calling me, so let me talk to him and get him on the air, and I'll call you guys back. All right. Later. Sounds good. Okay, so I guess we're getting Black Bart momentarily. <laughs> it's always fun. Fan <laughs> 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 says WrestleMania 80 is still available for <laughs> her to face. Oh, her to face, David. David Fuller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is the weird part: is we can't really start anything because we know the guy's calling shortly. <laughs> we can't, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, we can. We'll do something real quick, uh, and it, when you can cut me off when we when we're when, if if he calls go for in, it. Yeah, go for go. it. We'll run through the cheeky tweets. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Alrighty here. We got Jake the Snake Roberts, good man, God bless him and fuck the cancer. The Greg Odin break his ass when he take a shit. Hail, Harold Remus, if you I ever see that piece of shit cocksucker, no good motherfucker Schleimel, I break his fucking nut, fat neck for you. <laughs> taco Bell at Miley Cyrus, you have the waffle taco tits. <laughs> Seamus Orange Streak. Oh, hold on. Okay, phone's ringing. Go. Phone's ringing. Hello, board wrestling fan. Okay. He should be calling. He had the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he had the wrong. Oh, there he is. There he is now. Okay. Hello, board wrestling fan. It's Black Bart. Hello, Black Bart. I, I guess What's we must. On, How are you doing? I think we put David on hold on accident. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get you both on at the same time. <laughs> you're on with, uh, you're on with Joe, JTG, and Mark. And. Uh-huh. Uh, let me uh, let me try and let David know. What's going on. Hold on, I'm gonna put you on hold for one second. I'm gonna come right back to you. David, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, it looks like I can't have both of you on at once calling in. Okay, that's so, fine. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead and uh, just take him. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, man. Later. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, Bart. Yo. Welcome. Welcome. How y'all doing? We're doing all right. We're glad to have you under better circumstances than the last time you were on. Of course, the last time was uh, the Matt Porn tribute. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Matt was a good dude, man. But uh, is uh, everybody uh, kind of knows we're having? I, ho- I hope everybody kind of knows that we're having that uh, Hall of Fame that's coming uh, Saturday. Well, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, Fort Worth. Uh, I've been told that I'm going to induct uh, uh, Gary Young, which is a uh, longtime friend of mine. Uh, we traveled, done a lot of lot of lot of road trips together. Um, wrestled with each other. We was members of the whole uh, the hole in the wall gang. Um, uh, go way back, and then later on in the afternoon, going to. They're going to induct Devastation Inc., which I was a part of Devastation Inc. for, oh, man, I guess the last 10 years, last 15 years, in and out with Akbar, and in different and in different territories all over 
all over the United States and overseas and stuff. Um, it's going to be, it's going to, it's, 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 it, we're going to have one heck of a time. I guarantee it. Uh, at that thing. But uh, other than that, is Dave on the line now? No, we couldn't. We couldn't get you both on the line. We we, oh, we were trying. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were uh, trying. It just didn't I work out. Last time we had what six or seven. Yeah, you know, if if we were to call, Weird. yeah, if we were to call you guys, we'd be able to get everybody yeah. on. But because oh, because you guys are calling in, the, I'm sorry, yeah. I know I'm late. I, he, I, 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 be honest with you, I fell asleep in my dead gum chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. One of our hosts we haven't heard from all day. So. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, George, who's usually here in the studio with me, he uh, I was out with him last night and uh, haven't heard from him since. So <laughs> one of the one of the stories I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell on Gary Young. Uh, it's kind of like we was I, we was wrestling out of the Texas territory, Dallas, Texas territory, and uh, we were going up through New Orleans and down them out through through to, to one of them coastal towns down there in, in, in Louisiana, but we was going through New Orleans. Well, in New Orleans, they got this uh, they got this uh, um, place. It looks like the ice cream machines all in the walls, but they're 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 rum drinks. Uh, mer, uh, what are they called? Dead gummy. Uh, but it's hundred it's hundred and twenty two proof uh, rum. And in the walls, they got they got, uh, I mean, all kinds of flavors. There's like, they look like little ice cream machines going round and round and round in the wall. And you can buy them. You can buy it by like a gallon cup of oh. this stuff. And Gary got one, and I got one. And we're going to the town to wrestle. <laughs> and you get on them bridges down there, and them bridges are miles and miles and miles long. Was in Gary's. Uh, 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 Trans Am, and I that thing that th- he 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 had to be going 120 miles an hour across <laughs> that bridge, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was scared to death, and I mean it scared me, it scared me. I I told him I said Gary, I'll never ever get in go with you driving you son of a gun and I didn't call him I wouldn't call him a son of a gun but that dad gum trans am brother it, the faster we went it just felt felt like it just it just hunkered down to the highway it was it, it was an incredible <laughs> incredible trip uh but that's one of the that's one of them I'm gonna tell on him <laughs> but now I'm getting I can hear me in the but uh the uh, Gary Gary is one of the dead gumness guys I've ever met in my life. He he can he can wrestle the opening match as a good guy and then wrestle the main event as a bad guy. I mean the same night. Uh, he's he's that good and and always has been that good and not only a da- a dang good businessman but he he's he's a a, a dang good friend of mine. Um, and uh, we was at that deal. That's time I seen him just recently at the Texas shootout thing that we do here, just for the guys, just for the boys. Uh, no fans, no fans involved. And he was there. 
And, uh, of course, at the time, we didn't know. I didn't know I was inducting him to the Hall of Fame. I found out that later. But we we go way back there, man. Uh, I've got one thing I want to uh, get out. We're, we're on the air, right? We are on the air. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to get out on my... Uh, on my Facebook, uh, I've got I've got so many friends, friends and I friends, fans, whatever you want to call them, on there. And I'm I'm I have got uh, a couple of ulcers on my left toe, the first toe from my uh, big toe on my left foot, and uh, I went to a specialist been going to a specialist and they broke uh, like diabetic ulcers and they broke out uh they broke out and and i we we they put me on antibiotics and healed them up but for no reason whatsoever they just busted out again and they they uh said i've got to have i had to go get a uh a sonogram done where they listen to it and now they're telling me I'm going to have to have uh I'm going to have to have the needle shot in there and the dye put in there and find whatever the blockage is and and uh, uh find out what the blockage is where it's at and fix it and they're going to fix it when they go in I don't I don't have the I don't have the true date they they're going to call me but uh I asking everybody to pray for me and 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 uh I don't mean to put a I don't I don't I don't mean to put a diaper a dapper on anything but uh uh I just ask just everybody to think about me and say a prayer for me. Uh Absolutely. I was actually going to bring that up because uh we I, I uh, saw I caught that on your uh, Facebook from your wife uh, yeah. posted on there. Yeah. And uh it's you know when they when you know everything is is but when 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 they start talking about cutting stuff off of you, <laughs> it, you know it kind of it kind of <laughs> it kind of worries me. And I, I'm not scared of nothing, but it you know it just you know I'm a rough, tough, tumble and fighting and scrapping and and all that. But when you know you walk into a doctor that you ain't never you ain't never laid eyes on before, and they say, well. We're gonna cut off. We're gonna cut. You know, it ain't very much, but we're gonna cut it off to the first knuckle. And I'm sitting there on the table saying, "Well, you're, that's my knuckle, you know." And uh, I, w- I would like to carry that to the grave with me, you know. <laughs> right, uh, right. Um, you know, I mean, and and it is. I mean, it just floorboarded me, you know. Uh, uh, and it, and to, I guess you know, and you, you try to you try to. You try you try to put it in the hands of the Lord and and turn it over to Him and 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 just and and keep on going. But I mean, when you're talking, when you start talking about cutting pieces off, and then Ray, uh, not Jim, which is I don't, I don't remember, I don't mean to call him, but uh, but Kamala, yeah, which is another good friend of mine. In the last couple three years, uh, I don't. He had uh, one little bit cut off and then they cut off a little bit more and then they had to cut off a little bit more and finally they cut off right below his you know right below his kneecap on on one leg and one year later they're cutting 
right below the kneecap off on the other leg, you know. And I taught me and him were I were, were pretty dead gum tight. Uh we still talk, we talk on Facebook and and uh you know, he 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 posted on there and but he posted on my where it was private. And uh I'm telling you it 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 hit it hit it hits home. Uh <clears throat> and I know Kamala took care of himself, uh pretty dead gum you know as far as i know he he never i, I never knew that he drank or, or heard anything about about him drinking or even seen him out drinking you know and always took care of himself you know and uh all of a sudden they're cutting off cutting you know and then here they, they're talking about taking mine off and it's like you know i had a couple of my nephews come in and say well uncle rick it ain't no big deal you know if, if they cut it off they they, they got things they put on it's just like having a leg you know and i said no it's not this like having your leg that's not your leg that's a piece of something else yeah you know and it's just i don't know and i ain't, i don't i'm and I, i'll get off of it but i'm all i just everybody pray for me and and uh i uh thank god i'm, I'm i maybe get to keep all mine you know Oh, you certainly hope so. I, I yeah. you know, you're, you're stealing all my material here. I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, Kamala had it. <laughs> brother, I don't know what you're gonna say. So <laughs> you're reading my mind, hit man. With, hit me with something. Get hit out of my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually saw. See, I was gonna mention Kerry Von Erich too, because Kerry Von Erich had one foot towards the end of his career and wrestled with a pros- prosthetic. And uh, well, in 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 Memphis. Jerry King Lawler uh, decided he was going to take that foot off of him, and did, and threw it out in the. And I don't know if you ever heard that story. No. <laughs> but threw tore, 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 he Jerry King Lawler pulled his thing off his artificial foot. Yeah. And throwed it down on the floor at ringside. Well, Kerry went out and grabbed his foot, went under the ring, put it back on and come back out from underneath that ring and just stomp the living you know what out of Jerry <laughs> King Lawler. <laughs> I mean he beat him half to death. Um and uh, needless to say he didn't he didn't jack with it no more. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is, is, I, I actually saw Zach Gowan wrestle last night. He's the he's the one legged wrestler. You know, he's he's actually pretty good. With one he's what? Wait, 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 wait. One leg Zach Gowan. You, he's a one legged wrestler. One legged. He's his leg. I think it's. Uh, I'm not sure where it's cut off at, but um. What's his was, name? Zach Gowan. Zach Allen. Zach Gowan. G- with one leg. Yeah, Zach Gowan. He he was on uh, WWE for a little while there, a few years back. Uh, Wrestles with one leg. Wrestles with one leg, yeah. He's, he does moonsaults. And <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a high flyer. He, yeah. You see him, he jumps around. He, gets, he can get well, up and jump re- on top I, of Now him. you bring it up, I recall seeing that guy on TV, and I said, my God, it was hard enough with two legs. Can you imagine <laughs> doing it with one leg? Unbelievable. And, and he's out there doing moonsaults and, and you know high, all kinds of high spots. We saw he him like did, he did. He did a moonsault on uh, on TV, and I fell out in the floor of my living room dying. <laughs> that I I never could do a moonsault. Yeah. I come off the top rope, but in early in my career, I come off the top rope with that Texas compactor, and I wish I never have. 
because now L4 and L5 is fused together in my back with right. titanium rods and screws <laughs> on the inside and out. So <laughs> I wish I'd have never come off that, that gum uh, top rope to do anything, more especially in them rings in the WWE because they're like concrete. <laughs> uh, at least at least Crockett's rings uh, had had some spring and some and some give to him. I mean, but he had hit. I was up there when Andre was up there and, and uh, the twin tires and but guys, uh, uh, tugboat. Yeah. Uh, them guys, them guys all over 500 pounds. And he was scared to death them rings were going to break on, on, on live TV. And, brother, he beefed them up. They wasn't going nowhere. They was just like concrete, rats on concrete floor. From what I understand, they changed the rings, like, a few years after you were there, so I yeah. think I think now they're now they're better. So. Well, Andre died. Yeah, Andre died shortly after that, and and uh, uh, I don't know where tugboat went. Uh, not the not the tugboat we have here in Texas, but tugboat the one the dude Fred from. Uh, I, I think he Florida. died. No, 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 he, no, no. He's still alive. Oh, okay, no, it was earthquake. I'm sorry. Yeah, earthquake right, passed right, yeah. away. T- tugboat became earthquake. typhoon. Earthquake. Past. Yeah, Tugboat, the yeah. one that went, went to WWF and uh, Candy Stripes went to the ring going toot, toot, toot. Yeah. <laughs> I, you well, know, I, I wrestled as a big train bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, was, I think he I think he I became, was, wasn't was he the Shockmaster? He was the Shockmaster, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? <laughs> He he went to WCW. It's it's a it's a very uh, infamous uh, moment in in WCW history. He he uh, left WWF. He went to WCW. Uh, he was going to be Sting and the British Bulldogs partner at uh, like Bash at the Beach or something like that against uh, uh-huh. Sid in a, a Harlem Heat. And Sting says, "Oh, he's here to shock the world." And he comes crashing through this this uh, you know gimmicked wall on uh, on the on the flare for the gold. Uh, you know, uh, talk show thing they had, and he falls through. He they had him wearing this, you know, spray this, uh, you know, glittered up stormtrooper helmet. He falls through. The helmet falls off. Can't see. Can't. can't yeah. See nothing. I, I was watching. <laughs> they got that WWE network now, and I was watching the other day, and I, I saw Dusty Rhodes talking about it. He says, you know, when we did it earlier in the day, he got through fine, but uh, whoever no, he's the, married to Dusty Rhodes' sister, uh, I think is. Or, uh, daughter. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Fred. His real name is Fred. Uh, I came. I used to ride with him when he first broke into business out in Florida. He drove a damn Jeep that had a gas. I mean, we thought that damn thing was gonna blow up any minute, <laughs> and with us in it. <laughs> and he'd be driving. That's an honest, God, true story. I love the guys like family to me. But he'd be driving down. We'd be driving down the highway, talking like we're, we're talking right now, and look over there, and Fred be sound asleep. 90 miles an hour, sound sleep. Hey, wake the hell up, yo. We start screaming and hollering, wake his ass up. <laughs> hey, pull over. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't know, uh, I didn't, I did not know that, that, uh, that he was, uh, you didn't, he ain't dead, right? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, right. he's, st- he's still with he was. us. I know he. I know he had that dad gum. That's that's. I mean, he goes Hulk Hogan and him sitting there, going over the main event, and it was up in the town in Connecticut. Some sold out. You know, Hulk Hogan versus the uh, tugboat, and, and and 
sold out going over a finish, and he's going. <laughs> and I, I said, Hulk Hogan just got up and walked out the dress room, and I ran off. For, I said, "Brother, you're talking probably about the most important match of your of your career, your life, and you're sitting here saying he couldn't. He could not help it. He, it was a disease. It's a disease. Yeah. I mean, he could not help it. Uh, shortly after that, I guess that's when he done that deal with." Uh, went back to WCW. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to finish the story, Dusty, Dusty's talking about, you know, he, he made it through the wall in rehearsal, and then later on, whoever the booker was at the time, uh, <clears throat> nailed a two-by-four down at the bottom of it, and he tripped over that coming through on national television. I think it was live. Man. I think it was like one of the Clash of the Champions or something. Like It was whatever yeah. it was, it was live, so they couldn't edit it out and then re- yeah. retape it or nothing. You know? Stories. One, that kind of that kind of reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow. He, he, his first break in Japan, he's got to he has to fly in and go straight from the airport, and that that trip over there is murder. I mean, it's murder. You get you get drunk two times and and sober up two times, and then you finally land. By the time you land, you you got to go. You got to get to a motel room and. And, and crash for at least one night and and get to get back to get into their system well he didn't have he didn't have that luxury his first night in he had we he had to go straight to the sumo hall over there sold out and wrestle big jaw and and he does those cartwheels to the, to yeah. the ring well it's it's like a mile to that ring in that sumo hall and no, I'm doing the cartwheels all the way down there, all the way down. Well, he got there, and he was so blowed up, he just collapsed. And, and I mean, they, they all they got like twenty or thirty referees over there. They, all the referees went down there, grabbed his big ass, and drug him back to the dressing room. And they're all over him in the dressing room, trying to wake him up, trying to wake him up. And his his manager, uh, Larry, what was his name? Uh, short, not sharp, not sharp. Uh, I can't remember the, his manager's name. He he runs he run the Monster Factory, owned the Monster Factory out there in in uh, Minnesota, some damn place. Um, Larry Sharp. Uh, Larry Sharp. Uh, yeah, Larry yeah. Sharp. Okay. Yeah, I, I had it right. Yep. He uh, he's over him, and they you got to get to the ring. You got to get to the ring. He said, "The hell with the ring. The hell with everything." And he said, "Y'all back up and give me some air." Well, he finally went to the went on down there and wrestled. I big jaw beat him in like five minutes or six minutes, and uh, he said, "Come back to the dressing room, sit down." I said, "Well, that's the end of my career. <laughs> At least over here it is." Right. <laughs> Shit, that guy owns the territory and he's the booker. <laughs> I said, "Yeah," <laughs> but uh, I don't know weird weird stuff like tripping over a two by four. Uh, he couldn't see because of that damn mask thing he had on, right? I'm sure. <laughs> it uh, didn't look like there was any way for him to see out of it, yeah, that's that for sure. That and that, that may have been a, a, a rib as big as, as, big as anything else because uh, the booker was Dusty Rhodes. I, I know who the booker was uh, at the time. But... I, I, I don't. I'm and I'm not saying Dusty probably had something to do with it, <laughs> but I'd almost guarantee you he did. 
put the big bastard in this and do and try this and do this, you know. But for, from 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 what I've heard, what what I've been told, it was it was uh, the gimmick itself was Ole Anderson. Ole Anderson Ole? came up with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a, that's what I've heard. I I obviously don't know. You know, I just know what I read on the internet. If but. Ole, man, that was that was Ole was before uh, before Fred. Ole wasn't a Booker. Uh, Ole been, Ole was if, there though. Ole did the uh, Ole. Yeah, he's always been there. I think he owned part of the Dadgum Office. <laughs> the the Jim Crockett Promotions uh, thing, but uh, yeah, Ole, me, oh man, see when I started, Ole was the Booker, uh, and a real asshole, <laughs> one of the worst guys I ever worked for in the business. And me and him had it. Me and him went several go rounds. Now Gene Anderson liked me. And Gene Anderson gave me my starting name and give me, and and told me, "Kid, this is this is your name. You see it. You see it on the booking sheet. You better be there, <laughs> <laughs> brother." I was. I was scared to death of Gene, of Gene Anderson. He he beat the living fire out of people. I've seen him do it. <laughs> but I'm gonna hit me some more questions. <laughs> uh, so you started in 1983. Is that right? 83 around there? Uh, I started way before that. Before uh, that, okay. Oh, yeah, My I sources started, are wrong. <laughs> I graduated uh, high school in 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 uh, 74. And I went from there won football scholarship to Howard Payne University. And we was I was in in four uh, in 3 a days. We was they was making us practice 3 times a day. And I hated it. I stayed there four days and opened up. A buddy of mine called called me and said they opened up a professional school of wrestling in downtown Dallas. I said, sign me up. Well, he didn't only sign me up. He paid for all. He paid for all my tuition, everything, to get me fully trained. Uh, I knew I knew how to do all the holds, but I didn't know I didn't know how to put together a match. I didn't know how to 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 you know A B C D and go home, um, and that's what I learned. And I learned that in about a month and a half. And then I took the gym over, and we started running. We the guy that owned it was John Shaw, which he wrestled as Ivan the Terrible uh, back in the '40s and '50s, and uh, Irish Jack Kennedy, Buddy Bo Foreman, them were the guys that trained me. From I mean, they were old school, I mean, old school. Uh, Buddy Bull Foreman walked around the ring with three-quarter inch water hose and if, during your first three months, if you reached out and touched the ropes, you got whacked with a with a, with a water three-quarter inch water hose. Oh. Yeah. Uh, mean, they're mean, and they were mean. I mean, just mean. And they, they, they taught not only wrestling, but, and not only shooting, but ripping and tearing. And I never, I never had to 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 use that tactic other than learning how to. The guys when I went, okay, I went to Charlotte full time. When I started full time, when I quit my job and said, okay, I'm this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my born days, was in like in I don't know uh, seventy eight, seventy nine, and I went to uh, I went out on the road 
and wound up in in Charlotte, North Carolina, at Days Inn, and talking to Gene Anderson, and Gene Anderson saying, "You're Rick Harris." <laughs> the guy that was supposed to go was named a guy called Jim Brown, that I had trained, okay, and and started actually the same time I did at at the school at Ivan's school, but come he 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 chickened out and didn't go well. George Scott was a good friend of Ivan, and Ivan trained him, and he let me stay because I was friends with John Shaw had trained me and sent me up there. That's how I got my start, and I actually started in 75 wrestling around my home state every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I was pulling the ring. I was I was setting up the ring, tearing the ring down, wrestling the opening match and the main event, and and I wrestled Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and made nine dollars total for the week for the weekend, and <laughs> and using my truck, my gas, and I thought that was the greatest thing since bold cabbage. I thought that I thought I can make money doing this. <laughs> so these kids out here making twenty five bucks a pop uh, per show, they, they don't know how good they have it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and well, and that's something that's something else uh, that. I'm glad you brought that up because there there's promoters out there thinking that they should be the guys that's got experience in this business that they should work for a little of nothing. And back in in '75 and '76, I was making fifty bucks to put the boot, whether I wrestled or not. You understand? Yeah. And 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 they expect you. They expect guys with with talent. And, and and background in this business that can help them actually put butts in the in the seats, and they want to pay them twenty five or thirty bucks, and ain't right. No, not at all. And we we used to go to Japan and bring home anywhere from twenty five to thirty grand a trip. Okay, now they go over there and they're working for five hundred dollars a week, and they just killed it. Yeah, killed it. I mean, uh, and one of the, and, and and one of the people that started that was Johnny Hawk, which y'all probably know him as the announcer up there on. Uh, uh, um, yeah, you're, you're referring to uh, Bradshaw, JBL. Bradshaw, yeah. Johnny Brown, yeah, Bradshaw, Layfield, yeah. Layfield, yeah, yeah. He wrestled here. He come in here in at the Sportatorium in in, in Texas. Uh, with him and Bobby Duncan Jr. and and uh, me and Johnny Mantell uh, trained their asses on the on the job training. They come out. They come out of the. Uh, they were in the football that arena football league. And uh, Johnny told me that they that the dude out there on the on the on the West Coast trained him. Um, God, I will think of his name here in a minute. Uh. uh he he uh, he w- he was. They I don't know if y'all y'all know what a tater is, uh, don't you? That's, you legit get punched in the face, basically, right? Right. Just, when you yeah. get really smacked. Well, Bobby Duncan Jr. and I know he did, and I shouldn't be talking about him, but he would tater you when he was taking a bump, and he's supposed to be taking a bump. He would tater you. He would kick you somehow, some way. He would tater you every time he took a bump. And he was beating us to death. We 
We couldn't figure out how, but he was beating us to death. <laughs> and then when he got up and really hit you, he really hit you. It wasn't no, it wasn't no pull, it wasn't no pull, it wasn't nothing. He just knocked hell out of you. So one of those guys that likes to actually fight. <laughs> right. Well, me, see, me, I wrestled Frank Brody. Me and me and Frank was best, was good friends. He helped he helped me and and when I'm I was coming up and and going through the gym and and all that. He he was he would come over and lock up with me and you know show me stuff and 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 for one I looked a lot like him and and. Uh, I wrestled him as he, when he was Red River Jack, and he was under a white hood. And he would wrestle for two or three minutes, and then pull the hood up and show everybody in the crowd it was it was, it was Frank Brody. And but it, it's like he didn't have to; they already knew he was Frank Brody. You know? <laughs> and then me and him, me and him would try would commence to trying to knock each other out. And when we got tired of throwing fists, we would the chairs and tables and anything else we could grab that wasn't tied down in the building, we'd use it on each other. And then we'd go back in the dressing room and laugh about it. You couldn't knock me out. Well, you didn't knock me out neither, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about taters. They, yeah. they was a bag full of them in, the, in, in, the, in our matches with them, with me and Frank. But. <laughs> So getting started in the seventies, you uh, you came up in the era where uh, where guys like me and, and the rest of the crew here uh, wouldn't know what kayfabe meant, or you know didn't didn't know these insider terms and all this stuff. Uh, kayfabe, kayfabe died, brother. Yeah, and uh, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Back when you were the, back when you got started, it was still alive and well, and and people like us, you know, would be sitting here like like, oh, that was an excellent wrestling match, and it was it was very good, and you know, they how did these guys not get hurt doing all this stuff, you know? Which you know, brother, still we did. yeah, still to this day, like, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, but but basically, basically, what I'm saying is, we wouldn't know yeah. that it was. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a better word to use because I don't want to say fake because it's not. You know? um, it is, okay, it's fake. Okay, back 15 years ago, if you walked up to a wrestler, a, a real wrestler, and said wrestling's fake, you'd pick yourself up off the floor. Right, exactly. That, that, but no that's that's back. that's why I don't want to that's why I don't want to use ask, the word. Exactly. <laughs> now you ask a professional wrestler, a real professional wrestler, hey, yeah, wrestling's fake. You damn right, it's fake. <laughs> but you chunk somebody out there and get that law of gravity pulling you down to that concrete yeah. or that that that, that table or or the floor or the edge of the ring or the top rope, and you can't you can't fight that law of gravity. That law of gravity is pulling your butt down, and that's where you're going. Now we can teach you to land flat, and if you don't land flat, it's your own damn fault. Right. That's the that's the way it is. Even today when somebody gets hurt yeah the question is oh man i'm sorry if i've done that i'm sorry but did you land right you understand what i'm saying yeah no i, I get you it, 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 you know you may have one pointed on that that's your fault not mine <laughs> um uh, but, anyway my, it, my, my point go ahead as being as saying kayfabe kayfabe means keep it quiet keep it under your hat keep it keep it okay. between us we used to talk Carney all the time, right? In the in the ring, calling spots in Carney, until we realized that probably eighty percent of the population can speak Carney. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? And they're out there, 
it come to a point where they was actually people sitting at in the front row calling spots, and the guys were doing them in the ring. Oh, <laughs> you know, he, I, I, I mean, you know, I. I said, you, uh, uh, one tackle, drop down, get it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking to the fans. <laughs> and then I would get in there. I would go do a complete something completely opposite. But there's actually guys that would go do what they were caught, what the what the fan was calling. Oh, boy. Well, well the, the point hey. I was trying to make anyway was uh, was when you got started, you know, we, we didn't know that this was, uh, I guess, scripted would be a better better word i i don't i i really don't know what word to use here but okay, but not, but when you got I'm started like honest. how do you it's how script it's not scripted ain't it's scripted no, now I'm, I'm trying to come up with a good term to use and i can't but anyway but yeah, what, I'm, I'm, what, I'm, what i'm trying to get at is is now when you got started what were you expecting when you went into wrestling school because did you did you know that it wasn't i don't no, want to say not, not when i not <laughs> when i went i knew they was because i was an athlete and I played football all, my whole life, all the way back to the fifth grade. I was in shape. I could fight, and I didn't. I figured they may have been ten or fifteen guys that could have whooped my ass in the whole business. Okay, and back then they was forty territories. You go make a good living, yanking the curtain, meaning the opening match. Right. Okay. It don't. It, did, it didn't matter, okay, to me, I, I as long as I don't run across them guys that could whoop my ass, I'm, I'm going to do it, okay? Then I, then I find out after, 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 not act, after uh, John Shaw could seen that I was trained and I was ready to go, he come to me and told me, it's a work. It's a work. You put... And, it, you put in the amount of pressure on a hope that you won't put back on you because you're going to have to give him time, give him back the time that you're taking time on him, he, you give it back to him. You give the baby face a comeback. You give him, if he's going over, then you give him the, 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 the one, two, three. And they don't, come, they don't have to come up to you and say, hey, listen, Bart, you're winning tonight. The kid that ain't got no experience in the business at all, he's losing. And if he don't want to lose, you pin him down one, two, three, regardless. And if you can't do that, then you don't need to be in the position you're in. Right. Understand? Yeah. That's like when I started as Rick Harris, it's still on its own Igu or Igu, uh, the website. I'm, I'm standing there, six foot four, 300 pounds in shape. And looks, and I look it, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. could whoop Rick Flair's ass in the New York Minute. I put him over in, in, in what, nine, eight minutes, I think it's eight minutes long, and put him over like, put him over like a, like I'm supposed to. And then when it comes time for him to do it for me, he's supposed to do it for me. Right. Okay. That's where some of the problems roll in. Some of they don't, some guys don't want to do, don't want to return the favor, so you have to you take them out there. If they come to the ring, you have to whoop their ass, and if, and it's such a it's such a difference in seeing a match that's a work and a match that somebody is just beating a living fire out of each other. It's a complete difference, you know. Right. But work was probably the better word for me to use <laughs> when yeah, I was looking work, for the word. Work, you know, work, work was the word I needed. As, yeah. As 
a worker, you want the title as being a worker. You don't want a title of being a Johnny Badass, um, um, uh, you know, because nobody, want, nobody wants to get in the ring with you. Nobody wants to go into an angle with you because you're scared that they'll get hurt. You're, you're going to get hurt, and that's the end of your career. And I, that's the way it is right now. And I look at, you know, I look at the roster in 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 uh, the WWE, and I I don't want to be there. Uh, I don't want to be in an angle angle with uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Would you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, you know, Brock is bit, and he's a, he's the nicest guy you'll ever want to meet. Yeah. But brother, when it comes down to to getting in the ring and taking care of the person that you're wrestling. Because now see, okay, then there's another difference you need to throw out there. These guys are wrestling what seven, eight times a month. Yeah, we was wrestling probably three or four hundred times a month. Right. So if you're hurt, you can't you can't keep that schedule going. No. You have you have to heal up and then come back. Well, that's another thing these guys can't do. Uh, I mean, on Friday you wrestled two times. On Saturday, you did Atlanta TV. You could wrestle up to eight or nine times. You could you, then you went to another spot show right outside a, a TV station right outside of Atlanta, and you and you could wrestle up to seven or eight times. And then you carry your butt to the, uh, the to the house show that night, and you wrestle there. And you could wrestle twice that night. That night. Now that's just that's Saturday. Sunday you had t- two or three bookings and and and. And so on, and and then you carried out. You wrestled every day of the week, and Wednesday you went to Raleigh TV, and you wrestled. You wrestled. You could wrestle up seven, eight times there. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> we weren't. We we weren't saying we were wrestlers. We were we were wrestlers, and we and if it come down to it, and you got in the ring of somebody, and you had to defend yourself and fight, you fought, or they, or you got your ass fired. Uh. You said, damn hell, like they're using all kinds of foul language and stuff. We'd have said that kind of stuff on that t- on those interviews back then when I was at Atlanta TV and, 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 and Charlotte and doing TV in Charlotte. They started doing TV in Charlotte, TV in Raleigh. Brother, uh, you, <laughs> you wouldn't, you, they, these guys wouldn't last a, m- a month. Yeah. They wouldn't last a month. Uh, when I went to work in WWE, in uh, ninety, they 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 told me, okay, you'll be, you'll you'll wrestle three weeks and you'll be home uh, four days. Well, uh, by 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 going after going to work there six months, I was wrestling four or five months and coming home for two days and have or, or four days and then having fly out after being home two days to to make up for somebody hurt. Yeah, and. Finally, at the end, I would be gone. I would be gone to three, four months at a time straight, no days off, no nothing, just steady getting it. And and that, you know that you can't. There's no comparison to what's going on right now. <clears throat> um, Big Show got a taste of it because he was in WCW there at the end. Right. He got a good. He got a good taste of it, uh, and it was kind of early in his career. Uh, Nice, Big Show's one nice guy you'll ever want to meet, or he he was. I don't know about now because <laughs> I haven't been around him. Uh, Undertaker was he? Heck, Undertaker lived with me. He lived with me in 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 Tennessee. He he lived he lived with me in Texas, and me and him were damn good friends. Um, 
I carried my kids up there to see him and meet him, and he just kind of brushed them aside and just walked around them. Oh, that's that's terrible. Kind of walked around me. Uh, but, you know, and uh, I understand, you know, that, you know, they're stressed out and all this shit. Uh, I, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Under, Undertaker paid some dues, brother. Don't think he did. Well, I, I know we made, he did. We made him pay dues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh you know that Undertaker gimmick was Dusty Rhodes' uh, ideal. Yeah. His his uh, his com- from all the way to Paul Bear, and Paul Bear was my manager here when in Texas when I was a world heavyweight champion, and it was supposed to be my gimmick. Dusty called me to his room and told me that that would I do it? Ask me would I do it? And I said you damn right I'll do it. Because I knew after when Dusty laid it all out, it was I knew where it was. I, that was de- that would be great, been great. That TV there was uh, Mark and and uh, Paul Bear at that at our next TV, and the, he was the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> About three weeks later, I got my notice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, two of my best friends come in, and I get I got to I got to get go. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, I was I was watching a show on the WWE Network, uh, Legends of Wrestling. It's a roundtable. They have you know all these uh, you know basically legends, uh, and they were talking to Dusty Rhodes, and and they were talking about the uh, the the idea was uh, worst characters, and they were talking about uh, the Gobbledygooker, which was uh, Hector Guerrero came in at uh, the Survivor Series, the one year hatched out of the egg, and uh, they they said that they thought uh, I, I guess. I guess the original idea was for the Undertaker to hatch out of the egg. From from what yeah. what they were saying yeah. on the on the show there. <laughs> I think uh, I think I think Taker told him that he wasn't going to do it or something. I don't I don't. But <laughs> I don't I don't. Uh, I had forgot about Hector Guerrero being the gobbler goobler. <laughs> yeah. But uh, unbelievable! I was just with Javo and. Uh, their older brother come to that this Texas shootout that we do down here for the guys, and uh, it was a blast. I mean, it was a it was unbelievable. Uh, another thing, most of my damn friends are are drinkers, and uh, they uh, I have I haven't I haven't drank, and and uh, a lot of people tell you this that I'm lying to you, but I ain't. I ain't, I ain't drank nothing or or had a dip of snuff in over three years, and they uh, they kind of was hammering on me because I wasn't drinking. Yeah, and I told them I said I'm I'm done with it. Can't do it. Can't do it no more. Yeah, I, I don't. I myself don't drink either. I used to. I stopped, and you know, I I I kind of know where you're, <laughs> I know how you feel. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, it's, and it's hard. I mean. More especially when all your when all your friends and or you're at a and it's a party and you can taste the beer, <laughs> you know <laughs> you can. I love I love the taste of beer and I'm sitting there wishing that I had a dip of snuff in my mouth and a cold beer in my hand at the same time and I said I gotta go. 
<laughs> I, I said, Lord, put it behind me. I got to go. <laughs> I, I actually stopped but, uh, drinking a few years ago, and then I went out to a, a, a TNA wrestling show here in Buffalo. And my wife goes, uh-huh. my wife goes, oh, you know, let, you know, we had time before the show. There's a bar right across. She come have a drink uh-huh. with me. Have a drink with me. I don't wanna have a drink with yeah. me. So she convinced me to have a drink, but I haven't had a drink since. I I drank like half a beer and I was drunk. I'm like, I'm not. No, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap drunk right now. I guarantee you, about, about a half a beer, I'd be doing double backflips and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a quinceanera last night. My my niece, one of my nieces turned 16, and I mean 15 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they broke out the booze and uh, the keg and the whole nine yards, and I'm sitting there. Uh, uh, I'm, I, 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 kinda, I like cooking, and I, I cooked all the briskets and the uh, beans and the Spanish rice and all that, all this, all, I cooked everything. Uh, now, uh, other families brought in stuff that they had cooked at the house, but uh, I, I was want, I was, and I was wanting, I was in a situation where I was wanting one bad. I mean, here's all my kinfolk and actual kin, you know, and I want, I wanted one, and then they brought in the wild turkey, and I said, God, I want some of that. And I was drinking iced tea, and I was going to pour some of that in my ice. I went in the kitchen. There's nobody in there but me <laughs> and the good Lord, of course. Right. And I, I had I had that bottle in my hand fixing to unscrew the lid, and I put it down and went back out and sat down, back down at my table. <laughs> that, that's, that's being tempted, brother. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was tempted, and I, I was, get, get behind me, devil. <laughs> and I, I, we, we left. We got out of there because uh, it was fixing to get rough and rowdy. <laughs> but I don't know uh, uh, how long. How long is y'all's program? <laughs> We're actually in overtime right now, man. But we have the luxury of being a we have the luxury of being a podcast. We don't have other shows we have to get out of the way for. So uh-huh. it's cool, you know. Uh, I but maybe, I figured maybe y'all was just. Uh, taping it and use it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're live on the air right now. It'll be available in you know ten, fifteen minutes after the show. But yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but, but I, I want to get back. You know, we're having that Hall of Fame with with Dave Fuller and and uh, and uh, hope everybody uh, everybody come to it. It's at the uh, the Dixie House Cafe in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and. Uh, Hell, did y'all did did y'all get a start time on it? Uh, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> Let me see. But we're going to also uh, later on in the month we're going to be running uh, over our own uh, own uh, Weatherford Traffic Circle, uh, and uh, I think he, he, we're actually going to have wrestling matches at that one. Uh, I don't know. I like I say I don't know who's on the card or anything like that. But everybody that can hear me that's in within range of getting to that thing, uh, y'all to come out and see it because it's a uh, uh, even the the the, the uh, Hall of Fame thing is it's in a restaurant. You can you know the meals the meals are 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 not real expensive. Uh, they're, they're I guess they're cheap cheap enough for the people, and uh, we we will be there. For, I know at least three, four, five hours, uh, and it's uh, well worth it. Uh, well worth it. Hell, it's well worth it. Just come see me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I appreciate y'all letting me talk. 
and letting me be Black Bart. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, we'll get you uh, back on if, sometime too. It was great uh, having you. If uh, I mean, it, I do. I, I, it, it's hard for me to just to dig the stuff up, and when you do ask questions. And, you know, it's funny because I rattle off two, the first two or three things, and, I'm, and you're going to ask me questions about that. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what the heck, we used it as airtime any dead gum way, so we, yeah. got, we got it in, and that's what counts. But um, we'll be there. I'll be there at that Hall of Fame thing if, uh, um, un- un- unless I, 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 if, I, if I can walk, I'll be there. Uh, um, if, if, I, if, if I ain't there, it's, be- it's because of this this procedure I got coming up, and I just uh, I, I, everybody pray for me, and 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 uh, I'll be there, and and God bless everybody out there, and 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 old Black Bart loves every every dead gum one of y'all, and uh, we send all of our love and all of our prayers to, to more especially the people that need it, and those that don't need it will need it sooner or later. Yeah. Um. But I love I love my fans, and and uh, they stick with me. Uh, and I made fans, and I was the dirtiest, baddest wrestler to ever come down a pike, and I still made fans, so <laughs> I think I did pretty good. But I appreciate y'all, and thank y'all very much for having me, man. I, I, I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We hope everything goes well for you. I hope you hope you come thank through you, with brother. the hope you come through with a full foot. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to I want to go to my grave with everything I, yeah. I've been walking around here on Earth with. But I love y'all, love everybody, and and uh, y'all come out to that Hall of Fame thing, and and we'll be, we'll be hollering at everybody. Bye bye. Take care, Bart. Take care. Bye. We'll try and get everybody a start time for the IHWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I it, it's just nowhere on any of the IHWE stuff, so we'll try and get that uh, before the fifteenth for you guys. That's a, a Saturday, a couple of weeks from now. Um. Black Bart. CG, I did my research this time, and my research was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You tried. No one was fired this time. <laughs> yeah. I got it right here in front of me. It says debut 1983. <laughs> he says, no, I ain't when I debut. <laughs> I think we the news and just call it a day. And Unless there's not a lot of news. We could probably get through it real quick. There's a lot of news. Yeah. A lot. Uh, There is a lot. Okay. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of news. I'll gloss over it real quick. We'll get through it. (laughs) I won't take take too much. Damn, there is a lot of fucking news. Uh, Let's see. Network was inadvertently available in Canada. We talked about that. That's taken care of. Uh, Let's see. Apple TV users in Canada who have been accessed. The loophole has been closed. PS4 users having login problems. So our Xbox 360 users, New York posted an article on the launch Closing problems. everybody. Newsflash, everybody's having problems well, with the network. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have login problems, you have on-demand problems. So there's problems. Matches removed from things. Oh, there was a wrestling it's trivia. <laughs> what the hell was the wrestling trivia? I didn't see it. Uh, who were the opponents for Steve Austin's first and last victory? Savio Vega and Eric Bischoff? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Answers Wrestling Trivia, Matt Hardy and Eric Bischoff. Okay, I was off by one. Uh, WWE Network's users were charged. Uh, some people were charged twice, from what I understand. Uh, Roku released an update on Thursday to fix problems with the WWE Network. 
um, which from what I understand takes uh, it actually works uh, the circle and X buttons on the WWE network on PS4 login screen have been flip flopped if you're having trouble signing in hit the opposite button uh, WWE is editing chair shots out of some of their footage on both YouTube and the network uh, which obviously uh, Beth Phoenix has done tons of interviews superstar impressions and rants for WWE network before she left she's glad it's finally getting seen According to TMZ, Nelson Frazier has been cremated. That's uh, Viscera, for those that didn't know. His ashes will be put into 500 pendants that will be given away to family and friends. Uh, Comcast has decided to continue offering WWE pay-per-view, and if DirecTV follows suit, Dish Network is alone on that island. Elimination Chamber will debut on the WWE Network on March 24th due to contractual obligation. However, going forward, all WWE pay-per-views will be available on demand the very next day after they air. Uh, Mick Foley says about Daniel Bryan. So, Daniel Bryan really is out of the WrestleMania main event. Glad I turned down the Raw pre-show invite. Wouldn't want to cry in public. WWE has suspended dark matches after Raw while they work out the logistics of the post-show. And when they are brought back, the post-show will be shot entirely backstage and the ring won't be seen. In fact, they had uh, Superstars taping was going on when the pre-show was airing. So the uh, the Kofi Kingston match was on. Uh, John Cena update from WWE.com. Blah, blah, blah. Fake injury. Yeah, just put it this way. He's not hurt. Fake injury and then another fake injury. Not hurt. All bullshit. Move on. PW Insider is quoting a fan who contacted them after the arrival uh, that there was 100 plus fans who were turned away from Thursday night's NXT arrival event at Full Sail University. Uh, Quote, I had tickets for the NXT tonight and like a a good 100 plus, I was not able to gain entry to the show. WWE and Full Sail ridiculously oversold the show to say the least. To make matters worse, it took the staff over half an hour to figure out how to handle the situation. In the end, they gave us a t-shirt, a comp ticket to return, and an NXT arrival lanyard. Sort of funny that they had more lanyards than they had seats. The following update was provided from another fan. Um, first off, getting into the event was a mess. For the majority of us who had general admission tickets, a wristband was also needed to get in. Unfortunately, most of the crowd who was waiting hours didn't know that. Uh, it wasn't listed anywhere. Most of us only caught wind of it from other people in the crowd. As a result, not only did a lot of people get turned away from the event, but a lot of those turned away had been waiting in the crowd the longest. Uh, of course, we, we already talked about the uh, the Tyler Breeze loop. <laughs> uh, so gorgeous, he broke the stream. Uh, <laughs> most of the NXT roster had to watch Arrival in a separate venue because of the lack of space between uh, backstage where Arrival was taped. Uh, the episode of NXT on Hulu this week is apparently the NXT... Uh, this is NXT special from WWE Network, and according to William Regal, the NXT Arrival special will be edited into se- uh, three separate editions of NXT. Fans chanted better than Batista at NXT last night for Mason Ryan and worse than Batista at Bo Dallas. Uh, WWE, or excuse me, Vince McMahon has been dropped from the Authority storyline with no plans for him to come back and challenge Triple H or Stephanie, and they are no longer going to refer to Stephanie as an owner on TV. The news was broken out raw and confirmed through Wikipedia. The E in Big E genuinely stands for Etor. His full name is Etor Ewan. Uh, Tyler Rex shot on a number of WWE employees. John Laurinaitis, if you're not on the radar, he doesn't care about you. I got belittled by him quite a bit. When I came back as T-Rex, that was Vince. The next thing you know, I was Johnny's best friend. And when all that ended, he wouldn't give me the time of day. He's not a nice person. He's all strictly business. Uh, Triple H, nice guy. He's got everything dialed in for the company. He's taking it in the right direction. Definitely help into helping his talent. Sheamus was nice in the beginning. Uh, and I realized that he steps on heads and suddenly he isn't your friend anymore. He only does what's good for Sheamus. John Cena, he's a workhorse. He does incredible things for the company. And he busts his butt outside the ring. I can't stand the guy. He's not a nice guy. He holds talent down. He steals ideas. He's a prick. And why he left the WWE says my daughter was eight months old and she was starting to notice that I was leaving. Infants change every day. I was missing out and I realized that I couldn't do both. I wanted to be a dad. That comes from yeah, pancakes and power slams. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt Hardy and Rebby Sky both pled no contest to assault charges against each other. They were ordered to attend anger management courses, play court fees, and stay out of trouble for two years. Uh, the 2014 Royal Rumble does not appear to have any crowd chants edited out of the home video. Batista, on being booed, says that seems people think I'm joking when I say I don't let the opinions of negative asshole dictate my life. Think again. By the way, I left because I had to, not because I wanted to, and I came back because I wanted to, not because I had to. Uh, WWE is working on new Batista DVD and Blu-ray for a June 10th release. DDP was announced as the inductor for Jake the Snake Roberts this year. Uh, oh, you didn't know G predicted it last week. We'll see if it comes to fruition. The scuttlebutt in WWE right now is that Rey Mysterio will be leaving when his contract expires, and there's a good chance he'll end up at AAA given his friendship with Conan and the impending debut of a AAA TV show in the U.S. on the El Rey Network. The original Sin Cara is telling people that he appeared as a dark, shadowy figure on last week's AAA tapings because WWE threatened to sue him as he showed up in the Sin Cara mask on television, contradicting his own statement that he owns the mask and gimmick, which I said last week. Uh, AAA's TV show for the El Rey Network will film in Los Angeles this August for a TV debut this fall. The show will be in English and feature AAA wrestlers as well as indie wrestlers from the U.S., uh, AJ Styles injured Preston City wrestling heel Lionheart when he botched and tucked his head on Styles Clash. Virtually the same thing that happened to Roderick Strong. Uh, Kurt Angle apparently told people at the Arnold Classic he'll be back at WWE in September, which is when his TNA contract expires. Uh, Surge, Dixie's husband, is working on new music for the American Wolves. Dale and I just penned lyrics to the Wolves track, laying vocals soon, keeping our ear out for The Force of Nature. TNA is still actively trying to get talent under long-term contracts to restructure for lower pay, causing one wrestler to anonymously quip, before long they'll be charging us to perform. Which, isn't that what Bart was just talking about? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Great Muda has been added to TNA Lockdown. Uh, the updated card is not here. Uh, <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts had five and a half hours of surgery to remove the cancer from his leg, but there's still some concern as they haven't identified what type of cancer it is. He also has two growths on his other leg that are smaller than the one already removed. Even though Alexander Rusev was part of the Royal Rumble and we've been seeing video promos for him, his official debut as a singles competitor is apparently being held off till after WrestleMania. People who ordered the UK release of the Best in Raw SmackDown to receive an autographed CM Punk trading card have been told they'll be getting a Daniel Bryan one instead. Speaking of CM Punk, Randy Orton is taking his place at the World Wizard World Con in Louisville on March 29th. Several fans allegedly kicked out of Raw in Green Bay for their signs, including Randy Savage for WWE Hall of Fame. And CM Punk was right. UFC is better than WWE. <laughs> As of this writing which I've heard differently now. Nobody in WWE expects CM Punk to be at Raw in Chicago next Monday. That hasn't stopped the tickets on the reseller market from going up about 20 bucks each in all seating tiers. WWE is said to be actively aware that the crowd will be hostile in Chicago on Monday due to the absence of CM Punk and is making plans to circumvent it. ROH's Roderick Strong and Kevin Steen, who was great last night, by the way, uh, are expected to take part in the WWE Performance Center tryouts from March 24th to 26th. And actually, I'm going to pause right here because I saw Kevin Steen last night and people were trying to throw the uh, the streamers <laughs> like on Ring of Honor and nobody hit the ring. None of them. <laughs> okay, like George and I had a couple thrown over us, but none of, none of them got to the ring. And uh, Steen, uh, to his credit, he got up on all in the in the building we're in. It's a fire hall, and they have uh, like ceiling fans. And there's a ceiling fan basically in all four corners of the ring, and they're you know just out of uh, just out of the way for like guys to be able to do high spots and stuff, whatever. But uh, Kevin Steen gets up on the on the one turnbuckle, spins the fan, <laughs> beats it, you know, 
goes does another move goes spins another one and then he comes over to our corner we're like this one this one this way he spins the fan and then goes around all four of them it's like damn it's this is the weirdest damn uh you know strap match i've ever seen <laughs> you know you gotta go around and touch all four corners anyway um so yeah kevin steen uh, kevin steen was a uh, great great personality to uh to to be able to see in person. Uh, Dolph Ziggler claims SmackDown was edited unfavorably for him. He says, kudos to WWE for editing out the We Want Ziggler chants uh, face-to-face with Dave. I'll never forget that. Thank you, Milwaukee. Uh, and the Muppets are likely to be back on Raw next month, according to Variety. That makes sense, given they have a new movie coming out called Muppets Most Wanted. I got an update on the CM Punk thing. And... Take it for what, what, what's your update? T- take this for what it's worth. <laughs> CM Punk is expected to be at Monday's Raw from Chicago, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. Meltzer is reporting that his sources are 100% certain that Punk will be there, although he was hesitant to confirm himself. Uh, should Punk return, then he will most certainly be put in the main event match at WrestleMania triple, uh, WrestleMania uh, 30, replacing the either Daniel Bryan in a match with Triple H or going to the WWE World Heavyweight title match with Batista and Randy Orton. Of course, there are no plans for Punk to win the title as he, there has been an impression, or no impression rather, that he will re-sign when his contract expires in July. I wonder what came from that idea. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, we'll see what really happens. I don't, like I said, every week since he quote-unquote left, I won't be shocked. Yeah, I I, if he comes back, I'm not uh, very surprised. By the way, Tensai, no longer going by Tensai, apparently. He was introduced at the NXT tapings as Jason Alberts. <laughs> Jason Alberts. Yep. All right. I didn't bother putting that in the news. <laughs> I, I saw it. But <laughs> I caught it, and it's like, oh, you know, this that's interesting. There was other stuff, too, but nothing really jumps out that I need to read. So I... The big question mark is tomorrow night, Chicago. That's really we'll, what... Uh, we'll find out. We will we'll right. certainly find out tomorrow. And, and, you know, I guess that's all we can say right now is, you know, wait till tomorrow. Find out. It'd be funny if he just shows up as a fan and doesn't actually get involved. Yeah. He's there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holding up the sign. No, serious. That says something like, seriously, guys, I, I actually really did quit. Yeah. <laughs> all right well it's we're, we're... I, I would like i i would i would think would be funny is if he's like front row center it where the camera can see him and they try to try sitting right next to cold cabana yeah yeah sitting right next to cold cabana yeah all right we'll let you guys get out of here and uh i can get back to my normal life too <laughs> So I am at Think So Joe. George, who uh, wasn't feeling well, has no voice, is the update on him. At Punish78, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at G of the Internet. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels. Check out the IHWE Hall of, uh, Texas Wrestling Hall of Fame, March 15th. We will get you a start time when we can. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Meep, meep. <laughs> There's meep. still time in the theme music. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Board Wrestling Fan.com. Tell your friends. No comment from the Mark Gallery. Yeah. Check out CheapHeat.com. <laughs> MoviePoopShoot.com. <laughs> I remember. I already remember.